Oh wait, no longer greatness has arrived. Welcome to episode 343 of The Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I'm your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Badbit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, this week, this week, we are talking about Jim Ryan stepping down and retiring from PlayStation. Sony gets breached yet again. The Last of Us Day leaves the games to the spores and Final Fantasy VII Rebirth plans and so much more as we do it live each and every Wednesday night over on YouTube.com slash at PS Trophy Room at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard. And of course, on podcast feeds around the world each and every Thursday. With all that said, with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson. How are you, sir? I kicked COVID's ass. Yeah. And I'm feeling great. Yeah. Congratulations, sir. Ooh, yeah. Feel good. Eyes better. So no eye patch, even though Joe requested it is on standby in case yeah. I need to dole out some punishment. That's right. Um, punish Kyle will be here if needed. <laughs> yeah. But I, well, I was like saying more of like your villain arc, but yeah. Yeah. You know, oh, sure. 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 Every time you want to do something a little mischievous, you should have that eye patch on you at all times. Okay. But, sir. I'm glad that yes. you're feeling better. I'm glad same. that you kicked COVID's butt. Thank um, you. Thank because you. it wasn't the same last week. You know, yeah. much shout out to Captain Logan, the solo host of the Xbox expansion pass for covering our butts last week. But I missed you, buddy. I missed you. Like, how, how's it been? I just, just want to catch well, up a little bit. The the one good thing about it, yeah. right, of uh, me being sick, is I had no excuse but to play games. So I yeah. played a ton of video games which i will talk about uh later um didn't really watch a whole lot yeah because like the games just consumed every moment and it still worked right like i work i work from home so i still hopped on the computer and tried to work Uh, that's what i was gonna ask like were you like working like the the full 40 or was it like hey i'm I'm i only i only skipped out a half of a day because my head felt like it was gonna explode okay fair enough i took my time i did what i could yeah now you're that type of guy that could game while he's sick. Yes, it depends on the game, though. I can't. Uh, I, I we got like a question about coziness and whatnot uh, mm-hmm. a little bit later on the show, but like I can't be a cozy when I'm gaming. Uh, I can't be sick when I'm gaming. Mm. Uh, to me, like it's such a inter. I mean, of course it is, but it's such an interactive medium where it it just takes so much brain power for me to play a game that, like, mm-hmm. if I'm sick, I'm out of it. I'm I'm not performing the best I can be. So, and I'm not paying attention as much because I'm sick. So I just like walk away from it. Yeah. Whereas, like, that's where that's that. where I do binge all my shows and catch up. I get that. Like Squid my Games my next. issue is like when when I was uh, wait Squid. You've never seen Squid Games? Nope. Whoa, I'm excited for you to watch it. Well, Um, I got to get sick first, but yeah. (laughs) Listen, everyone, you already know where Joe lives, so send him all the things in the mail. Oh, hot damn. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, When I was younger, when I was sick, like I would either watch Nickelodeon Gas, which Mm. was a a television channel that Mm. would play old school Nickelodeon game shows. Um, It was my jam, like Legend of the Temple, Nick Arcade, Guts. Yes, Figure it out. Just like on repeat all day what long. What was the one uh, where the kids got to go watch. up the giant nose? 
Oh, Double Dare? Double Dare, dude. Double Dare was... Double Dare was dope. That would also oh, be there. We really did um, peak in the 90s. I'll say that. Yeah. But now that I don't have access to that channel, just ready to go when I'm... The other yeah. thing I did when I was sick was play video games, specifically like RPGs, because... Fair. That I feel like is not as taxing on you. Okay. Fair enough. So like Sea of Stars, you know, was my friend for a little bit. Yeah. Well, this actually goes into the first question, the starter question of the night that comes from Mo Spankins, who writes in with, with so many great games coming out and haven't been released this year already, it feels like companies are competing with our screen time and engagement like never before. The market seems saturated with content trying to get our attention that some, if not all of it, gets lost in the mix with AAA budgets being so high if projects don't meet internal goals or have successful returns financially these studios seem to have uh, either have layoffs shutdowns or drop the project support altogether after its initial launch what is your opinion is the gaming landscape becoming oversaturated with content as we approach October, there is going to be a major game every single week coming out until what, like Call of Duty mid-November. And I think this is a great question. Is like last week, you know, we talked about Embracer looking to sell off a bunch of its studios because it can't keep up with overhead. And, you know, we saw, you know, one of those companies being Volition, 30 plus years in, in development, just seemingly gone. So I want to know what you think, man. Do you think we're getting oversaturated with content? How do studios kind of find the balance? Yeah, we kind of are. Yeah. And uh, when I saw this question before I hopped on, uh, I would like to bring my relatively new experience of working in PR now. Ooh. Like it is, and I'm not going to name any games or any outlets or whatever. It is so hard for, for outlets to just cover games in general. They're so busy covering major things that some of the smaller games, it's like we're fighting tooth and nail for them to just like notice the games that we are uh, uh, covering and, and helping out. And there are a couple outlets that we've heard from in the last week or so. They're like, listen, don't send anything else because we are completely booked for the foreseeable yeah. future. We're so busy. We don't have enough people to cover everything. So like we love what y'all do, but you know, just, we're overloaded. We're we're yeah. stressed out. There's too much on our plate already. So when it comes to just games in general, I feel like we are just every corner there's something major happening and I'm wondering at not wondering, but I can only imagine that we are finally seeing the results of what the pandemic did yeah. to games timelines. I feel like having that year where everything kind of had to like you really had to figure out how game studios were going to work during the pandemic and work from home and that hybrid kind of workplace. And, and now all those games are probably now they're able to be released and we're just yeah. on top of each other. I mean, it's like constant. The, yeah. It seems like every other week too, there's like another game that gets pushed back. Right. Yeah, like I think banishers got pushed back to January or February, February. to allow everyone to enjoy the games that are coming out this yeah. fall and for it to have its own time to shine, which I understand. Yeah. And studios kind of have to do that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it is getting crazy. I think the one thing that I would love, 
you know, as we're we're talking about, you know, game game budgets, production budgets, not just of games, but like of TV, movies, ballooning budgets that are seemingly unsustainable as we enter the streaming service like, you know, Oblivion. <laughs> it really gets me wondering of how how do games keep up and how do we how do we limit the scope and production so that we have games that are not just like affordable to make, but let's just say a studio, for example, like Ascendant Studios, right? They mm-hmm. make a game and it doesn't work out for them. And then all of a sudden they have to lay off 45% of its staff. Like, you know, we are reaching a point where one studio has one, f- you know, failure and commercially, and then it's just it for the studio. That's a really mm-hmm. scary future that we are walking into. And at the same exact time, you're having the studios that we know and love, like a Naughty Dog or like, you know, um, a Bioware, you know, Mm -hmm. take five, six, seven for Rockstar Games, 10 plus years to go out there and make the game, that sequel. And it's like, there's just, yeah, something has to give. I would love to talk to Sean Layden about that because he has very much championed this idea of like, you know, we need to lower our scope we need to scale back productions we need to make games smaller i just wonder if there's also a give there like does that just Mm. buy us time till we reach this plateau again like that's the thing that i am a little nervous about walking into the future of not just games but just of all of it like we were talking before the show i still haven't seen a squid game Cause I'm just so caught up in everything else. So it's yeah. a great question, man. I'm, I'm really, I'm really curious and, myself. And not to mention for like, you know, people listening to this and us and other content creators who actually have to buy the games. Yeah. We're, you know, inflation is a thing. And if a major game is coming out every week, that's not gonna, it's not going to sell as well as it, probably should for right. the dev side of things so they need to recalculate and readjust their expectations because we're just trying to like feed our families and just live and enjoy this hobby that which is expensive yeah i'm not gonna sit here and say it's not and if a major game comes out every week and most people have more than one console it's not good all around expectations need to be like kept yeah. in check i guess i mean and then at the same exact time you got alan wake coming out a week after spider-man so like it's just it's and not assassin's creed what a week before it's a, it's a week away it's a week away so yeah <sighs> day after my birthday it's whew. Whew. it's it's a lot it's a lot it's fun but it's a lot it's a lot all right kyle yeah. Great question, most Bankins. Thank you so very much. A little bit of housekeeping before we get into the show. Of course, the Trophy Room store merch is live. Link in the description. And as I've said that each and every week, the link has not been in the description each and every week. But starting now, it shall be. So go ahead, check out all that merch. And of course, our PlayStation 5 uh, Spider-Man controller giveaway. We have a winner, and I am so sorry to Sean A. Chisholm, who oh. is our winner and whose name I butchered. But uh, thank you so much, everybody, for dropping those five-star reviews over on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, joining our Discord, being part of this beautiful family here at the Trophy Room. And don't worry, uh, next week we have a new giveaway. Uh, spoiler alert, it's Spider-Man. So 
uh, really quickly before it gets just too long. It. Yeah. yeah. Oof, way to go. <laughs> uh, if you heard metal clanging in your earbuds, that was me. I kicked something under my desk. So don't was be it... looking around your house or your car or whatever. You're fine. <laughs> Did my exhaust it's just fall out? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. That was me. So. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Kyle, of course, before we get into what ha- is going to be uh, one of the biggest news weeks this whole year, of course, it's time for a Patreon pitch. Uh, like we say each and every week, if we ever got you through a long car day, a tough day, or sorry, tough day at work, or a long car ride, whatever the case may be, it really does mean a lot if you toss a buck our way over at patreon.com slash p. Ash Trophy Room. It's the reason why we look so good, sound so great, is because of your generosity over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. And uh, please note for patrons, um, if I'm if I missed your name, if I messed up your name, DM me so I can fix it. Because God knows I do it all the time. You know? So help me out here. That said, I want to thank our newest members, Mitchell Gramlin, over at the Platinum Tier. I want to thank our good friend, John, for becoming a bronze member. I want to thank Liam Rust for becoming a platinum member and Dasamine with the platinum membership as well and Black Mavericks at the Silver Tier. I want to thank our premium producers, Todd Burowitz and Toxic. I want to thank our platinum members, Jay Shea, Jedi Master, and Cowboy Danger D. Jonas Young, the Green Gorilla Gamer, Chaotic Monkey, Millennial Falcon Gaming, Yuko Kill 90, Steven Flesh, Strubles and Bits, Bertos Maximus, Chris, Hybrid 748, Matt Veldez, Chris the Wizard, Solo, Liam Russ, Sil Canet, Desamine, and Jedis Je- Je- Von Metal. Sorry. My voice is gone. That said, gold members, Cypher Primus, Doth Simon the Pie Man, Jesse Garcia, JB the Purple Monkey, Hide and Doors, Katie, Kevin Mitchell, Kevin Diaz, Marcus O'Neill, The Red Arrow, Aegis Hermit, Andrew Zor, Astronaut Jr., Winter Gamer, Robbie Bobby Miller, Brenton Zachary, Brunty Blob, Bubble Boy N7, Captain Logan, Final Fan, XZ, Hambone, J. Dean Dillinger, M9 Prime, Stone Cold, E. Tino Six Speed and Johnson, Sean McKenzie, Rick Arrington, Spam and Bamman, Matthew King, Duh Overlord, Daron A. Raksha, Rick Davis, Silk Hannett, and Lord Commander. Suddy, thank you all so much for your generosity each and every week. And you can see how it gets so hard to keep up with so many people that come in each and every week to show their support. So if you want your shout outs too, again, patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. And uh, this week's after show is going to be pretty darn interesting. So, you know, you get some exclusive stuff while becoming a member and supporting the show. Yeah, it's like it's like everybody wins. With that said, Kyle, it is time to square up the news. And this bit of news comes straight from the PlayStation blog. So take it away. Oh, boy. First bit of news that needs to be squared up is PlayStation CEO Jim Ryan is stepping down. Sony Group Corporation and Sony Interactive Entertainment today announced that SIE President and CEO Jim Ryan has made the decision to retire in March 2024 after almost 30 years with the PlayStation business. To support Mr. Ryan in his transition, Sony Group Corporation President, COO, and CFO Hiroki Totoki will assume the role of Chairman of SIE effective October 2023. Effective April 1st, 2024, Mr. Totoki will be appointed Interim CEO of SIE while he continues his current role at Sony Group Corporation. Mr. Totoki will work closely with Sony Group 
Corp, uh, Sony Group Corporation Chairman and CEO Kenichiro Yoshida and the management team of SIE to help define the next chapter of PlayStation's future, including the succession of the SIE CEO role. Jim Ryan joined Sony Interactive Entertainment's Europe-based legal entity, Sony Interactive Entertainment Europe, which was then Sony Computer Entertainment Europe in 1994. Since then, he has held a number of senior positions at the company, including president of SIEE, head of global sales and marketing at SIE, and deputy president of SIE since January 2018, before being appointed SIE president and CEO. And in a comment from Kenichiro Yoshida, quote, Jim Ryan has been an inspirational leader throughout his entire period with us, but never more so than in overseeing the launch of PlayStation 5 in the midst of the global COVID pandemic. That extraordinary achievement made by the entire SIE team has been steadily built on and PlayStation 5 is on track to become SIE's most successful console yet. I'm immensely grateful to Jim for all his achievements. Respecting Jim's decision to finish his long career at Sony leaves me with an important decision regarding his succession, given the significance of the game and network services business. We have discussed intensively and have determined the new management structure. We aim to achieve Sony Group's further evolution and growth through bringing even greater success to the game and network services business, end quote. And in a comment from the man himself, Jim Ryan, quote, after 30 years, I made the decision to retire from SIE in March 2024. I've relished the opportunity to have a job I love in a very special company, working with great people and incredible partners. But I found it increasingly difficult to reconcile living in Europe and working in North America. I will leave having been privileged to work on projects that have touched millions of lives across the world. PlayStation will always be a part of my life, and I feel more optimistic than ever about the future of SIE. I want to thank Yoshida-san for placing so much trust, trust in me and being an incredibly sensitive and supportive leader, end quote. And in a comment from Hiroki Totoki, quote, I would like to express my heartfelt gratitude to Jim Ryan for his outstanding achievements and contributions over his 30-year career at Sony, including his the great success of launching the PlayStation 5. The PlayStation business managed by SIE is an essential group part of Sony Group's entire business portfolio. I will work with Jim and the senior management team closely to ensure our continued success and further growth. I am also looking forward to creating the exciting future of PlayStation and the game industry together with everyone at SIE and its business partners, end quote. Ooh-wee. That's a lot of titles. That's the first thing I meant. Like, these people... I've never said SIE more in my entire life. <laughs> if there was a drinking challenge, I think whoever was on the other line just lost. Uh, that being Big said, time. this was the breaking news this evening. Um, mm -hmm. It's official. Uh, you know, Bloomberg was the first to leak this out, that Jim Ryan is, in fact, stepping down. And then very shortly after, uh, Sony announced it themselves. Rather vague as to like why he's leaving. It's like the typical like I need to spend time with my family, which are his cats. Mm. Um, oh, that buddy. being said, M writes in just like you can too over on the Trophy Room Discord server or at us at PS Trophy Room on Twitter with this question: What are your official? Uh, sorry, what are your two initial thoughts uh, in it? Do you feel there's a reason for concern or are you excited for the change at the helm? So I want to start with the first part of this question because it kind of bleeds into Katie's question here as well. But I want to know what we, what was your initial thoughts 
walking in, finding out. Because I, I, I found out via your text. Here I am eating yeah. a quasadella, getting hyped <laughs> to go make a PlayStation <laughs> podcast. And then uh, I got this text from you, and I almost choked on my quasadella. Four cheese. You're like those those Karens who call like Target Target. Target. Or Marshalls, Marshalls. Yeah. Uh, or uh, or I hate, you know what I hated the most when I worked at, uh, uh, as, as a deli clerk? When they call yeah. mozzarella mutts. It's like, it's mozzarella. Oh. Just come on. Yeah, come on now. Come on now. Come on. Um, So what are, what were my initial yeah. thoughts? You're reading it and you're like, wooey. So I saw it because Jason Schreier is the one that tweeted it out. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa. First of all, end of the day right announcement like not like a um at least for us east coasters that kind of took me by surprise um initially this may sound harsh but like eh. <laughs> like i'm not like oh, he's yeah. retiring it's not like he's being let go or fired right. like he's making the choice himself which all the power to you jim 30 years is nothing to shake a stick at um obviously you did your job well enough to to be in a position of power for so long sure um so congrats on the 30 years but i for one am kind of excited to get somebody with more personality as yeah. like the president of playstation and, and to like i miss the sean Layden days <laughs> I, I i i i miss yeah. the uh the jack trenton and um there was just so Andrew much House. like i yeah. miss those kind of like lovable not faces. robotic and stoic faces that we yeah. that unfortunately is what we got from Jim. Right. That was that would actually surprise and delight us. Um yeah, my first initial thoughts are indifference cuz you're right. I, like I mean, a part of me congratulations. You made it 30 years. You're yeah. going to retire with more money I'll ever see. Um mm -hmm. and it's not like he he made a decision. It's not like um Oh God! The last guy of Xbox who made that dreadful decision when launching the the one, and then a month afterwards, they're like, "Yeah, uh, we're, le we're he he's going to greener pastures, and he goes over to Zynga and burns that house down." It's not like that. Like, no. relatively, my launch was incredibly successful. Right. So. so, like, to me, it's just like, all right. Part of me is like, so long. I I guess. Uh, another part of me is excited to see a different Sony because I think this era of of Jim is. It has been bland. Um, I'm mm -hmm. a PlayStation guy, right? I host a PlayStation show. It's really weird to say, yeah, there's been some really great games here. But when it comes to Sony just talking to us, there is no communication. And that's frustrating. I'm hoping that the next change of guard changes that. So a little mm -hmm. bit of indifference, a little bit like congratulations, you're retiring. That's great. Yeah. Um, it is the weird, like he's out to spend more time with his family comment. I don't, I don't know if I in like entirely buy it, but there is one thing to to note here. We'll probably get into it a little bit. Is like as much as we talk crap about Jim and caring more about his cats and the well being of his staff, it's it it is something to note that this man helped navigate this company. Mm -hmm. during covid and not just in a way that was you know we survived it was like no playstation actually thrived yeah so it's it. yeah so like on numbers jim ryan 
I mean, there's nothing but positives you can actually say about him. But as the feeling of the room, I I even feel like PlayStation fans as well are kind of rejoicing of just like this era is isn't isn't the best because well, it hasn't just been feels, our favorite, right? Because it just feels like we've been coasting on the other guy's success. Yeah, yeah, you know? I I feel that, and like to to the you know PS5 successor in COVID, there's nothing in the rule book. Yeah. For Jim to go by to be like, this is how you handle a launch during a global pandemic. So yeah. the fact that he was able to navigate it as well as the team at PlayStation and navigate it, like it's not just Jim doing all the numbers by himself, or whatever, but to oversee that rollout is quite impressive. I mean, I'll just say it's very impressive for how he handled that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I'm, I'm with you. I want a little bit more personality. I want, I want not like big news to go straight to the blog. Yeah. I, 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 I want it to be a little bit more fan focused, more like more pomp and circumstance, I guess. Yeah. Um, wanted to be a little yeah. bit more bombastic the way that they announce things is like, yeah. you are the market leader. Let's kind of start flaunting yeah. it in the ways of like celebrating it with your fans. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That said, Katie writes in, uh, saying this, this is wild news and honestly out of nowhere for me. PlayStation sales-wise, both console and games, have been selling well. The moves they've been making with developers under them are really interesting. Yeah, PlayStation uh, could be more vocal with its fan base and the PS price, price Plus Oh my God, look at that tongue toaster. PS Plus prices being upped is stupid and greedy move, but... I feel it's enough for him to be forced out. Uh, So is this him being pushed out or simply wanting to retire in peace? Also, who is stepping up to the plate? First name that comes to mind is Herman Hulse. He has been the business-like charisma that I feel like he'd be a good replacement. But what do you guys feel? Okay. So I'm going to ignore that I I mess up that tongue twister real bad. I'm going to just move past it. It's, It's in my head now. Uh, it's gonna live there. It's not like you're getting over COVID or anything. It's fine. (laughs) Exactly. I have no excuse. (laughs) Um, but yeah, this this is really wild, and I don't know. Do you do you feel like there was something pushing Jimbo out, or do you feel like this this is out of a actual need to let's not like kid like actually wants to go out there and retire? Remember the guys. What, like in his mid to late 50s? So, like, sure. I can understand yeah. the man wants sleep. I, I, yeah, right? I don't think anyone, I don't think any anything nefarious is going on. I I do think maybe he just wanted to kind of just walk away and retire. Yeah. Um. That, like, this has a, def- a definite difference to when, like, Sean Layden left. Mm-hmm. Where he just kind of bounced, and we still don't kind of know the full story, if I'm not mistaken, of, of what happened there. Yes. Um. I yeah, I don't think any anything nefarious is happening. I I don't think anything with like PS Plus prices are going to be like changed overnight. Whatever. I think that's just kind of the way it is. Yeah. Um, but I think we're uh, so. I think but as, to to Katie's other point. Please go for it. I do see Herman Holst. To yeah. just taking over that because I like Herman as 
as like a talking head when he pops up. Like Kermit has always been energetic and uh, charismatic whenever he's on screen talking about games. So I can see that being the case. And I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, Shuhei. I, I like Shuhei in his indie role. Uh, and I think I think that place, indies at PlayStation need Shuhei to kind of lead that charge. So I don't know if Shuhei would, would do it either. Yeah. Um, to me, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm right there with you. I think for the most part, as much as this is a, a big deal, because it is a changing of the guard for sure. At the same exact time, PlayStation has a history of like, hey, like, for example, so I'm just pulling up a, a, a wiki search here. Um, you had Ken Kutaragi, that was the mastermind, the you know, the godfather of PlayStation. He has the longest tenure at PlayStation. But you can see as PlayStation evolves after Ken, you see Kaz Harai's there for five years, then you see Andrew House is there for five years, and then you have John Codera there until uh two thousand nineteen and so only two years. And then you had Jim Ryan for about five years. So like this is kind of the natural progression for CEOs uh at SIE. So like at the end of the day, this kind of just seems like, for lack of better words, the lifespan of of that position mm. and, and that's on me i i completely forgot or didn't realize that like sean Layden wasn't even president right because he had <laughs> such a uh instrumental role that you could have sworn most people think that but no he wasn't so like to yeah. me that's it, herman's role now right mm-hmm. that's herman in the Layden role kind of it would be of? the closest thing yeah yeah the closest thing so you know taking a look at where where we're at now I think it's Sony gearing up for the next iteration of what PlayStation is. So, you know, you bring in a a a mind to launch the system. You create the mind that's what's the ecosystem going to look like, the culture of it. Um, and then you let that play out. And then you take a look at, okay, so the next 10 years, what does that look like? And do we need someone else in the role that's maybe, I don't know, younger blood or knows something more about, let's just say cloud streaming is going to be the big thing, um, you know, to be the focus or the focal point to to help navigate us through it. Because as much as you want to talk crap about Jim, and I get it, he, he says a whole bunch of shit that isn't true. Like, we believe in generations. We're doing this for the kids and, I don't know, whatever he said to the CMA. At the end of the day, the guy did navigate us through one of the most, and still is the most uncertain uh, economic state we've ever you know, been in in games. So, like, it is something to congratulate him. Like, PlayStation is selling, uh, like, hotcakes. The PS5 is, you know, selling now faster than the PS4. And this is all with a global pandemic, you know? Think about that. Like, Xbox has been thirsty to get number one, and still, somehow, some way, Jim Ryan has still maintained that almost two to one lead over his competition. So, like, on paper, and it's when the competition is hitting all the right notes too. Exactly. On paper, it damn he he did it well. But then at the same exact time, as a PlayStation fan, he raised your uh, he raised the price of games by ten bucks, which we're not going to talk about it, but. Just mm-hmm, saying, mm-hmm. he raised the price of your console by about fifty to hundred bucks, depending on where you are. Uh, you know, he raised the price of PlayStation Plus on you. So it's like, as a PlayStation fan, it's like I've just seen prices go up, and I don't feel like we're winning. Sometimes, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. 
it makes you forget, oh yeah, we had God of War Ragnarok. Oh yeah, we've had Horizon. Um, and as I'm kind of, you know, just train of thought here, um, it's also just maybe us feeling a little bit entitled as well as gamers going. For sure. I want just a little bit more. I would like yeah. to pay less. So, you know, it, it's just a, it's just an awkward feeling. It's like the one thing I could say actively like that I'm jealous of, you know, the Xbox folks is like, dude, that leadership talks and communicates mm-hmm. and celebrates with its fans. Hopefully the next leader is like that. Yep. That's it. John Wall writes in, uh, what changes do you think new leadership might bring to the cha- uh, table and what changes would you like to see? So Kyle talking oh, about the, we're navigating one. the future. It's yeah. all subscription services. It's all the cloud. It's now on your phone. You want to see my new iPhone? Got it behind me. No, no. As you're talking, I'm going to bring it out. I'm going to show everybody. I don't want, I don't want to see it. I don't care. I just, I'm just going to show you one second. <laughs> I'm still rocking like the iPhone XR. Like that's how f- really old my iPhone is. Yeah, I don't have money for a new phone. <laughs> right, fair enough. Um, what do you think the leadership uh, might bring? I mean, honestly, the the biggest thing, and we've touched on it forever. I just want them to be better at communicating. Like I I I think that is the biggest thing. I want them to do a better job of like, hey, this VR help, uh, headset. Here's some dope games that are coming out. I'm going to show it to you instead of just dropping them on Twitter randomly. Yeah. Like I, I, I want them to actually celebrate the platform a little bit more mm-hmm. instead of uh, getting complacent in how well it's doing. Yeah. Like we all know it's doing great. Like we talk about the numbers. What are we just talked about? How great Jim did with it. I want them to be a fan of their own thing though and yep. hype up their products and hype up their games and not just the big ones like hype up everything the playstation has to offer that's let's that's get what i want this state new of leadership yes you yeah. know give me a vr focused one like yeah. include vr titles in the ps plus subscription like that that's the kind of things i would love to see and, and i think they can do it but like as far as like what's next i don't want to even think about a ps6 yeah. i don't want to even think about it like i'm enjoying my playstation 5 right now yeah like you know just do the little things just talk and be a fan of playstation with us that's yeah. kind of what i want this is the new iphone by the way look at this it's the ahsoka wallpaper looks like a this? phone looks cool it's pretty cool it's pretty raw. it's yeah. cool. look at it and yeah. look, and wait look at this USB-C. Ooh, right. I joined the rest That's of the cool. uh, the Android cult from like five years ago <laughs> <laughs> and paid a premium. Uh, yes. So what do I want to see new leadership bring to the table? I want to see how you navigate the next uh, five plus years. I want to see how you talk to us. That's that's great i think we always you know hit that nail every time we talk about our frustrations with playstation but i want to see what the future holds for playstation in 2028 in you know 2030 i know years that scare us but at the same exact time like gaming is gonna look really different right now than it is right now like you know we are talking about right now there's a phone that can do what our consoles can do when you know, the next consoles come around, what does the tech 
uh, field kind of look like and how does PlayStation navigate it? How does PlayStation think about its subscription service and how does it evolve it more than it already has been? Which, again, credit to Jimbo, he has done that as well. So, like, you know, we know how much we, we complain about, like, you know, how PlayStation Plus Premium could be better. Show me what that looks like. Show me what, you know, a, a streamable PlayStation peripheral actually looks like that's not a portal. You know, I could take it outside of my house and stuff. So, like, that's what I want to see from the next head of mm-hmm. PlayStation, how they navigate it. And I kind of think we're starting to see that with the last state of play. Right. Um, sure. I forget her name. I know her first name was Sean, but like she was up front. Yeah. We saw a human face. Sean Benson, I think. Right. And like we saw her excited about the product. Like that's exciting to see. Yeah. Let's see more of that, you know? And and, and to add to that a little bit, something I just thought of that would be great mm-hmm. is I would love for them to plan out first party stuff a little bit better. Oh, yeah. So we're not in the long drought that we are in right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. what do you think about it? 2020, we had last of us Ghost of Tsushima a month apart from each other. Yeah. That in my eyes shouldn't happen. Fair. They should be spaced a little bit more. So we're not in running into this situation where, and forgive me if I'm completely forgetting a game this year, because there's been so many, <laughs> it's, it's the biggest first party thing this year, burning shores. Uh, from a first party studio, yes, yeah, because Final Fantasy 16 is third party and that's huge, yep, as and exclusive as it Spider-Man, is. Spider Man, Spider Man in a few weeks, but that is only in October, so yep. it's been a pretty big, you know, drought in first party stuff. And yep. hopefully, they can plan that out a little bit better or at least commute again, communicate to us when we expect, you yep. know, some something. Yeah. And I think, again, I think PlayStation at this point, they know. And that's probably, if anything, the, the, the maybe the thing that gets them out or maybe the reason why they're walking is, yeah, the, the pipeline's getting a little, I don't know, tight. Um, and, mm. and, you know, it's, you know, we've, we've saw or, or we've heard that like PlayStation now has finally started to feel the effects of a, of what code of it has done for so many other studios um, it's happening to them right now. So maybe that's what's happening. Maybe they need new leadership to kind of see their way through this as well, but only time will tell that said ghetto Barry writes in and they write my question this week was literally going to be a hypothetical situation where you guys took over PlayStation HQ for a week <laughs> and what you would do on that week guess they'd ask you to stay a bit a little bit longer yeah. listen i'll stay for as long as they'll have me yeah i mean how much are you paying me you know i'll, I'll move to sam did i did i ever uh, this is an awful story okay tell me i didn't do anything bad but it's just awful coincidence <laughs> okay all right did i ever tell you a story about my ninth grade english teacher and the assignment she gave to us mere minutes before 9-11 happened <laughs> No, but you know what? I need to know this now. This is a poor setup. It's a poor setup. It was I was in ninth grade uh-huh. English class. The assignment was literally 15 minutes before oh, no. on the loudspeaker. Yeah. You know, we heard what happened and they rolled the TVs on the carts in. 
to write about what would you do if you were in a mall when a bomb went off? Oh my goodness. That was the assignment. <laughs> oh. Right before. I'm like, what is happening? What is going and I bet Are that you teacher in on this? <laughs> yeah, exactly teachers like <laughs> like trying like trying to like like to, to yell loud into the room just in case there's a hidden mic. I, I didn't know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> There, there's Jeez, a lot of red flags when I when I think about that teacher because yeah. she also later in the year gave us a serial killer to research and write oh. a report on and whatnot. Oh, okay. Listen, she was weird. She oh. didn't last after that year. She was gone. No, I mean, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, Kyle, this is a fun hypothetical. This is not a... a cra- Wait, yeah, how sorry. old were you? How old were you in there? Ninth grade. Oh, okay. Um, uh, I give it a pass. 14, 13, 14? It'd be nuts because I was in fourth grade. So if a teacher asked me that, you know, <laughs> I'm saying, be nuts. Can you have me with my sippy cup, teacher? That was you in fourth grade. That's my sippy cup. No, no. I'm. Those are simple. I can't days. get the straw in the Capri Sun. It won't work. Yeah, it's. I still struggle. Are you kidding Listen, me? They're tough. They're tough. I shouldn't joke about that. Exactly. I, I have problems with it still. Just sons of bitches. Just you know the the worst thing working at camp and with kids and yeah. with kids in the house is when they ask to open up a yogurt. You can't peel that lid off and not have yogurt spill right. all over the place. Mm-mm. It's impossible. You gotta, you gotta it. measure your strength because you're either exactly. like the world's strongest man or the most feeblest of humans. You know who's the engineer on that? Who decided that that the way they do it now is yeah. the right way? Because they're wrong. Get get a better adhesive, please. Okay? Please do keep it fresh, but also keep my shirts looking yeah. good. Absolutely, and not smelling like rotten milk all day. That's right. First bit of business. <laughs> Anyway, thanks, Jim, for the 30 years. Oh, boy. What do you do? What is your first week at PlayStation? Oh, man. Find out what's going on with factions. No. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I honestly don't know the answer. Like, there'd be so many things that I would want to know. Mm. It's kind of like that... Um, the second National Treasure movie, The Book of Secrets. Yeah. Where, where the president apparently has a book with all the secrets of government conspiracies, whatever, and if aliens are real, which, mm-hmm. spoiler alert, they are. Uh, <laughs> Joe's seen a picture. He, mm-hmm. he believes it. I was one of like, those guys I, in Mexico that lifted up the little <laughs> coffin to see a little, the little alien boy. I would love to just get like that document or someone come in and be like, listen, here are all the games we're working yeah. on here's what they look like like that would be my first thing just spend a day or two to just kind of familiarize what the teams are working on yeah and then just geek out about that <gasps> jiminy's back i hear jiminy oh don't get me started all right fair I, enough crickets are back y'all and it's not just only at nighttime it's all day and now that i work from home <laughs> it's insane <laughs> i'm going crazy <sighs> Sorry, continue. I just got it, yeah, it's just, been a two year hiatus. I got excited. I know. I know. Um yeah, just I want to see and learn about everything that the teams are working on. Yeah. Is what I would do and then geek out about that and then find out how I got in this position <laughs> and <laughs> make sure that, you know, physical media is included in every collections edition Ooh. no matter what. All right, fair enough. Here I am, my first day, all right? And this is also, this is kind of like... Are you doing everything that you can? Doing everything that I can. This is also... Superman? Because of Superman. Who sings that song? Uh, Goldfinger? There you go. All right, so this is also kind of my pitch, because listen, 
Jim Ryan's out. Hiroki Totoki is in. And as much as I love that name and how phonetic it sounds, I want to be the next PlayStation CEO. Okay. It's my turn. It's my time to shine. And I'm going to make my case as to why it is Mr. Badbit that should be the SIE chairman going forward. Open the doors and I go, all right, this is how we're going to not, this is how we're going to win the war because I'm a wartime CEO. Okay, no more playing Mr. Nice Guy with the green team, the red team, and whatever color we call the PC people. Who knows? They're weird. I'm here to win the war. I'm here to get. Can you rephrase that last statement? The PC, <laughs> the PC people. I don't know what color they are. Like, what color are can the you, PC people? Can we just rephrase not saying I don't know what color the PC people are? Oh, is what you said? I mean, listen. If you want to phrase it like that. That's the way you phrased it. I'm just trying to help you out. I'm just saying, like, we know, like, Xbox people are green and Nintendo people are red. Yeah. Yeah. The PC, the Steam folks. Are, like, a dark blue. Dark. That's too close to our color. We need to take them out. So, listen. (laughs) Here's what we're going to (laughs) do. First order of business. We're getting a 60 FPS patch of Bloodborne. It's been too long. And I don't like it anymore. Now I'm walking up. I'm walking to the the Blue Point offices. Okay, I'm going over to Texas. All right, that's I'm. So I walked in and I immediately walked out because I'm going to Texas Blue Point. While I'm on there because the president needs to multitask, and I am thinking I'm on Air Force One. I'm calling up from software. I go, how much? They go, how much for what? All of it. They go, that's not up to me. We're owned by. I'm like, shh. Shut your beautiful mouth, Miyazaki. Name your price. He names his price. It's absorbent. It's too high. But like a good CEO and a good debater would do, he takes the first offer on the table. So I buy from software. Okay. Now I take a team from from software, small one. They're going to oversee Bluepoint in my Bloodborne remake. As, as from software starts development on Bloodborne 2. Okay. So that's first order of business. We got the the blue points squared up, okay? Now, where do I go next? I'm going to find the most talented, nay, yay, yay, the most talented indie developers that I could find, and I'm going to have a little mini contest. I need to find me another platformer. You want to know why? Because Ratchet and 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 um the little the little Astro Boy, not enough. Okay. We're going to get Sly Cooper back. Oh. And it's going to be, we're going to say, we're going to give like the contest out, but I already picked because that's how I like, I just like to see people fight. That's the type of CEO I am. We're going to okay. give that to Platonic and Platonic's going to make us a Sly game. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, just, just don't just relax. I would have bought Ember Lab and give them Sly. Well, you know, you, well, cause you didn't let me finish. So now we go to Ember Lab. Okay. <laughs> okay. And they're going to make us a Jack and Daxter game. Oh, okay. and we're going to buy them too. We're going to put the ring on it. Yeah, because I'm tired. Say. I'm tired of it. Yeah, I'm tired of it. Okay, we're we're we're, we're playing fast and loose with our open relationship right now. Right, and I we need to lock down Everlast. We need to lock them down. We need to lock down all of it. So again, I've already purchased the the astronomical from software automatically. We just won the console yeah. war right there. We don't have money to purchase anything else. 
it, we don't need any more money. Ooh, ooh, Activision. The output from no, from I mean, software Lab. is Where nuts. are you getting the money for Ember Lab? You, you uh, spent every dime on From. No, don't worry. We'll have enough for Ember Lab. Just, just okay, trust okay, my insight, okay. Kyle. Please. All right. I'm sorry. You got to spend money to make money. All right. I'm spending a little bit of it. Okay. So, <laughs> really quick, most make is the chat. Fast and loose with 19 inches. That's right. We're, 19, we're playing fast <laughs> and loose with 19 inches. <laughs> so now we have acquired, again, Ember Labs from software. They are now making us our Bloodborne 2. They are now making us a Sly Cooper and a Jack and Daxter game. Okay. Mm-hmm. And now I feel pretty good. I'm going to kick up my feet and I'm going to walk over to Nintendo. I'm just going to see. Hey, how much to buy you guys? <laughs> but like, I'm gonna help you out here because yeah. we're doing this together. Oh yeah, you'll be my co-lead. I'll be like Joe. Make sure mm-hmm. that you have in writing that as soon as our week is done, yeah. they can't revert all of these things that I just did. Oh yeah, yeah. No, once listen, once I once I break it, they have to buy it. <laughs> okay, so that's what we do. I single-handedly. Fair corner the rpg slash action mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. role-playing game i've now successfully got platformers back in a major way um and now i just sit back and relax and i just let the money flow in you know that's fair oh and you i took make this PC- in a way more fun route than i did yeah and then i make pc and ps5 games day one let's just rip the band-aid okay. off sure you don't need to wait two years it's dumb yeah, all right you want to play them you play them on playstation you play them on pc that's mm-hmm. maximum profit day one mm. okay mm-hmm. we'll let the pc people in for just a sec and they'll go oh wow it's really great here and you go whoa th- those pc people they're darker blue than us we're gonna make them f- we're gonna turn them playstation blue that's what mm. i'm gonna do uh and to piggyback off of i, I see you sitting there in the chair and see you all making these big moves I'm like you know what? i'm gonna take some of joe's gusto i'm gonna go over to insomniac and oh like, listen we're fast tracking uh, uh, resistance now. Ooh. It's coming back. Okay, it needs to happen. All right, put Wolverine to the side. I don't care. Whoa, Bring let's resistance. not get nuts. <laughs> let's not get nuts. Holy and then I'm shit. going over a sucker punch. Like, listen, we want that Cole story to finish in a more satisfying way. Mm. You're doing another infamous game. Ghost is going to go great too. We're going to give you all the money to yeah. hire as many people as possible to have a full other team to bring infamous back same thing for you insomniac for resistance yeah i want an insomniac game every single year going forward one game really because all right this is where we i mean we've already heads. gotten it let's like let's be real exactly i'm like we've had i would, an insomniac game I would every actually year tell insomniac take a year off You've i mean yeah it. sure yeah, yeah, yeah just yeah. take mm-hmm. a week off you don't you're, need... you're not wrong yeah so there you go that's what i do also really quickly i thought it was very funny how you started your whole pitch as president you're like and this is why I want to be the Sony president. It yeah. sounded like you were auditioning for a reality show. I am. I'm where gonna, the Sony president chair is up for winning. Oh yeah, it's like the real world. Yeah. So or Big I, Brother. I should have let you in on this a little bit before. Mm. I'm turning Patreon into a super pack. So this is oh, now no. the Trophy Room Super Pack. <laughs> make bad bit the chairman executive oh, officer no. of Sony Entertainment. Uh, What's my title? Do do I get a title? And Kyle could come along too. Twenty twenty. Can I be vice president? Sure. I don't like the pause there. <laughs> my job security is it's not as good as I thought it was. But seriously, at the end of the day, like all this talk about like Jim Ryan, like 
he was a uh, he, he was a figure, all right. <laughs> I think at the end of the day, I think Sony and PlayStation is going to be in a good place uh, without him. At the same exact time, I feel like we are in a good place because of him. It's a very weird situation where it's a, undoubtedly he's done good for the company. I don't know how well he's done for me, you know. And again, probably incredibly entitled view of mine. But I'll I'll own it. And that's my thoughts as the news is literally just breaking. So, Kyle, that said, we have so much more news to talk about. So let's cover a it lot with more. a ransomware attack again. Again. Oh, boy. Again. Groundhog's Day. It's happening all over again. <sighs> Anthony Nash over at PS Life Sirides, Sony investigating breach claims by a ransomware group issues a statement. A ransomware group claimed to have compromised, quote-unquote, all of Sony's internal systems earlier this week. Today, the company said it has launched an investigation into the claims. In the statement to IGN, Sony acknowledged the report and said that it was, quote, currently investigating the situation, and we have no further comment at this time, end quote. The news comes just a day after a report from Cybersecurity Connect that noted the group claimed that they are planning on selling data that they hacked from Sony due to the company not cooperating with them. Quote, we have successfully compromised all of Sony systems, the group claimed. We won't, we won't ransom them. We will sell the data due to Sony not wanting to pay. Data is for sale, end quote. The report also included screenshots that included images of what looked to be an internal login page, a PowerPoint presentation, Java files, and a file tree summarizing the leak, which is said to include under 6,000 files. The group has listed a date of September 28th, 2023 as a quote-unquote post-date target, with the report implying that if nobody purchase, purchases the data by then, it may end up online. Now, Joe, before we get into it, yeah, is it just me, or were you also imagining them showing slides written in crayon by a toddler because <laughs> that's how i'm reading we're like we have all these things that i yeah. just imagined like trust me bro written in yeah. red crayon very poorly and shoddily it's uh man this is again <laughs> again kyle again i mean what free game we getting I mean, what free game would you want out or of Or are we week? all getting a free year of PS Plus? I think that's what it should be. I think we deserve it. Yeah. Is it sad that we might get to know more about what's happening behind the scenes of PlayStation in terms of, like, the games that are coming out in the next year or two out of this leak than, like, PlayStation just coming out and saying it? Yeah. Makes me sad. <laughs> yeah. And again, it makes me why I'm like, well, maybe new leadership is needed. But at the same exact time, mm -hmm. this news here is pretty wild it's also pretty telling that playstation or it's not sorry not playstation sony's not Sony. budging they're like whatever this has happened to us so many times at this point what what are you gonna do exactly <laughs> and like i feel like it's also kind of on us as the players mm -hmm. on playstation to realize not have credit cards saved on file after yep. the last one yep um now, dude, and have two-factor authentication on like, i have that. all those things i also have that i have that on i've learned my lesson i didn't learn my lesson i bought an all digital console <laughs> like i got <laughs> it all fair. sorted by this point in time yeah that was a lie um no yeah there's nothing much to add to this news as to it's just interesting that sony isn't gonna pay mm -hmm. up and yeah. just a good psa for everybody out there 
change the passwords of your of your PlayStation. Uh, your your yeah, PSN. just to be safe. Yeah, yeah, be safe. Don't be a dumb dumb like me who won't nope. do that, and will be then surprised why I took a trip to Cambodia. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but you have two factor on. I do, I do. Or I took a trip <laughs> to Belize. Because I believe in Belize 2024. Yeah, See sure. that PlayStation, what I can do? That was just off the top of my head. I just can't, I just can't believe this group. It, this is what I'm having such a hard time with thinking this is real. Mm-hmm. Is that the things that they choose to show is a PowerPoint presentation? Yep. Why? I mean, dep- what what's on that PowerPoint like? I mean, are you thinking Sony uses PowerPoint and not like Google Slides? <laughs> yeah, they I got don't a know Google. About that. They're going to use everything. a Microsoft product. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you think they got their know. own? Who else has got a PowerPoint? Google, thing? Google Slides. Nah, no, nah, no, nah, no. Nah. That's not enough. That, that's right. like that's like bare bones ish right there. You gotta go. You gotta go Word. Know. You know, that's where I, just, I draw the line. You know. Sony having a PowerPoint presentation on the next Spider-Verse movie seems weird to me. I mean, I mean, listen, <laughs> I want to see that PowerPoint. Uh, but no, I with like the 3D text, like yeah. from the t- headings, whatever that we all did in middle school, we thought were cool. I mean, this could either be the biggest nothing burger for sure, or this could be like the size of the yeah. Xbox leaks, where like we know sure. their whole roadmap. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll find out, I guess, tomorrow. But again. Ooh. Keep your shit safe, y'all. Yes, please. Now, let's go uh, wave our fist at the sky for this next bit of news, Kyle. This comes to us from Evan Campbell over at GameSpot, and Evan writes, No Last of Us game or TV show updates coming on Last of Us Day. Don't hold your breath for a new Last of Us game reveal or updates on Season 2 of the HBO series tomorrow, which happened yesterday as of recording developer naughty dog is trying to manage expectations ahead of last of us day which occurred on september 26th every year on twitter the official naughty dog account shared that a special stream will start at 9 a.m pacific 12 p.m eastern quote-unquote featuring announcements focused on art merch and more that more however doesn't mean new info on the last of us season two or updates on the multiplayer title the studio stated it quote will not be discussing any future game or tv show projects end quote that said naughty dog <clears throat> has been relatively open about the state of the franchise this year earlier this month neil Druckmann told entertainment tonight that hbo's the last of us season two is quote unquote ready to go once the hollywood writer strike ends a tentative agreement means it may be over soon and showrunner craig mazin confirmed with the los angeles times recently that abby has already been cast for the sophomore season in may the studio disclosed that the last of us multiplayer game would need more time in development development before getting an official unveiling in the same social media post naughty dog noted it's working on a new single player experience presumably within the franchise Ooh, we kyle yes i saw a lot of people still really upset about this news that there was no I major announcement how much clearer they could have been it's like all right this year, like I, I saw it in the chat too because I watched it. Yeah, I thought it was great. Really cool to see Jonathan Dornbush doing it. Yes, that was awesome. friend of the show. Um, but people in the chat, like, oh, where's factions too? Where's Last of Us Part Two, you know, remake, remaster, whatever? Like, where are all these things? They literally said, don't expect it. Yeah, I don't know what else they need to do. I mean, listen, I can understand, I can understand the frustration with the lack of factions update right i don't understand why people are upset at the 
the TV show updates because have you been living under a rock? There were two strikes <laughs> happening. Yeah. You know, so like you can't. So you could say, hey, Last of Us Part Two or you know, season two is, you know, we're 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 on track of of making it, but like there's nothing production you can say about that because yeah. no actor is gonna come out and say anything about it because they're under union contract not to say anything or promote anything about any projects because of this yeah. strike. So like you're not gonna get that Abby reveal, you're not gonna get that teaser, and you're definitely not gonna get the writers, you know, to talk about it because they literally mm. just got back from the strike. So it's like that wasn't gonna be a thing. I do understand the frustration though with factions because Neil did say that it was going to be this year that they talked to us. We've only seen slides of this game mm -hmm. and factions does mean a lot to the last of us community. So I understand the frustration there, but I want to say when it comes to like the merchant stuff, I'm, I'm buying all that. <laughs> oh, I got a problem. I, those posters. I need those posters. Exactly. <laughs> I, I texted everybody. Do I have like, room on my walls? No, no, but I want those posters, but I will make room, yeah. you know? So like for me, I was texting everybody. I'm like, I want that shirt. My birthday's next week. Hey, I want mm. this poster. My birthday's next week. Hey, I want that statue. My birthday's <laughs> next week. Um, but like, I think the one thing that is weird, and I, I want to know what your thoughts are on this is like last of us day in general. Unneeded, right? It's like N7 day. Mm. It's like, well, yeah, if, I, that's that's what I was going to say. Yeah. It's like I do enjoy it having its own celebration. And I mm -hmm. think it makes it's more. As Jiminy is 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 chirping in he's right got, now. Yeah, he's um, upset. It makes more sense for the last of us day than N7 day. And really? seven day is just because it's 11 uh, November 7th, right? Yeah. That's the only reason why. Last was day, the day the outbreak started was on September 26th. Well, I also so do that's... think there's a lore thing with N7. Oh, is there a lore thing? Yeah. My apologies if that is. If or it's just like the, the Normandy numbers is N7, but nonetheless. Sure, sure. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, I just, I like the little mini celebrations every right. year. Fair. Maybe they don't, like, they're not like, you know bomb dropping mega bombs of like but they don't have oh, really be. cool things that's what i that's what i mean i just i just enjoy like i enjoyed watching troy sing those songs as yeah. joel that was awesome the posters are great the shirt is cool like i don't know what else you want as a fan of a of a thing you should be excited for them showing off new things for yeah. you to like either purchase or celebrate like I don't know. Call me old fashioned. I don't know. I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. To me, I was like, oh, this is neat. Cause again, I have my expectations in check. Cause I'm like, no way they're going to announce anything game related because what yeah. we know about that. It would have been cool. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I think it would have been an excellent idea to talk about faction suit on last of us day. Sure. There's no other day in the, in the whole year that makes more sense but, for you to talk about it than on last of us day. But not just that. It's like, of course, they would love to celebrate TV stuff with y'all because the yeah. TV show is up for it, some of the yes. most awards right next to Succession. Mm -hmm. So, of course, they would love to. But, like, that is out of the question. So, it's like yeah. they did what they could. And, honestly, what they did, I I didn't mind it. Fun. I'm sorry. Yeah. That said, uh, Matthew Kennedy writes in, what's up, guys? Question for the show. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Where is the last of his factions? 
No, seriously. Have you seen or heard about anything of this? Thanks for humoring me. Simple, uh, but pretty powerful question that you literally had uh, in the show notes. What's up with this game? Kyle? I'm hoping for the best. Yeah. I, I really am. I'm still optimistic that it's going to turn out great. We're going to see it somewhat soon, but I feel like that delay thing that they talked about earlier this year, I think maybe it was a little, little bit more significant than I chose to believe it was. Yes. Um, Which is fine. Again, it's not like we're hurting for games at the moment. Right. So... It's, am I in- extremely curious as to what this game looks like? Hell yes, I am. The artwork, those slides you mentioned are gorgeous. I want to yeah. know how this is the next step up, not just in factions, but in Last of Us lore or like how it fits in. Like I'm, yeah. I want to know all the things. I am a little <sighs> bit worried though. I would be concerned at this point, y'all. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I think at the end of the day, <sighs> I'll bring in Katie's question for this. (laughs) I think you nailed this question. Let's get right into Katie's because it kind of bleeds into what my thought is. So simple question. Uh, When is your cutoff point for factions? When will you start to worry about this game and also start to think, is it worth it? I'd rather see them just work on part three or their new IP if they're having this many issues. I don't want to see factions. Sorry, I do want to see factions, but... If it's causing problems constantly, just stick with what you know. As always, love you guys. Take care. So, thank you, Katie. Thank you. My cutoff point is honestly, it's this year. Mm. The production from Naughty Dog. Let's be real, right? Their their last true game was back in 2020, right? they should have been showing off something at this point in time. We're now going to get to a point where it's been four, maybe five years, probably let's be honest, five years till the next naughty dog joint. Right. That's a really long development cycle for that studio to maintain. Are you, is there a reason why you're not including part one, the remake? I'm talking, I'm, I'm talking a, like a brand new, a brand new, like a brand new entry and or IP. That's why I'm not, because that's not the full team that's working on that game. That's fair. So to me, I, I take a look at the troubles in with factions and go, when is it, when do we say enough? Right. So to me, I'm. I'm frustrated because, yeah, you promised you talked to us this year. It looks like the the last chance is really Game Awards, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same exact time, I just want to see the Naughty Dog I know make the games I'm I'm accustomed to. And I know, you know, sure. PlayStation fans, yep. you know, know and love. So mm-hmm. to me, I'm just like, just at this point, don't show me anything. Just show me when when you show me it, you know? Um, I'll be pleasantly surprised, but I don't, I don't know where, where I fall on, on factions anymore. Um, and I think I'll be, I'll be real with y'all. I think when Naughty Dog had this game, they're like, Hey, we're going to make this big multiplayer thing. Something we've, you know, 
we have done before, but never at this scale. And we're mm. going to put in uh, story beats in this game, just like we see some other uh, games as service games do that keep this story going for X amount of years at a time. Mm-hmm. And then I think Bungie came in and they go, whoa, that scope is huge. And we're going to tell you why this idea that you have, though it seems great on paper, is going to probably be detrimental to your studio. And they took their notes and went, oh, yeah, these are some pretty awesome notes you got. So we need to readjust. And that's probably where Sony would, would get involved. Again, this is just me thinking and going, okay, then, guys, we need, we've already spent X amount of millions of dollars on this game. Let's lower the scope. Let's trim some of this fat and let's get this game out in whatever shape or form that may be. So it's actually one of the reasons why I applaud Bungie when people go, oh, Bungie has like the sickle and they're just, you know, killing projects. Honestly, if, you know, that's why PlayStation bought them, right? Like they'll they'll go up to a studio and go, and hey, listen, you're in a little bit over your head. You want to know how I know? Because we were in this position seven years ago, right? They can go in with their expertise because they know how to make a multiplayer game successful for two, five plus years long right or 10 plus years long now at this point and um they know how to make it last so yeah i think after that evaluation from bungie and and co i definitely think there's a readjustment at that studio of like where where do we put resources um so i would hope the resources are going into part three and factions whatever this is is part of part three fair yeah, I I don't have much to add to that, but I I will say, as far as like how long of a leash I'm gonna give it, is I don't know how long that is, but when we do eventually see it, it has to come out in less than a year from Fair. that moment. Yeah, they can't show it and then be gone for another two years. They yeah. can't. That can't happen. No. So whenever they show it, it needs to be like in the immediate future. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. All right, Kyle. And, uh, this is something you really, added. Yeah. I did add this because um, I, I was dared to do it on on Twitter today uh, because of Last of Us Day yesterday. Uh, our uh, one and only community member, Savoy Prime, a Last of Us Grinch who hates Part Two, oh. with passion, oh. and likes to make it known every single time. Okay. Uh, well, Savoy, uh, I would just like to thank you for sponsoring this segment. Oh, the wow. Last of Us Part Two Appreciation Corner okay. again, sponsored by Savoy Prime. Uh, the Last of Us, the Last of Us Part Two is just a incredible masterpiece that we all love here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of the best games ever made, yeah. and I'm so happy to to know that you've turned around on this, Savoy. So appreciate you for sponsoring this small little segment and uh yeah last of us part two can't wait to play it again on ps5 soon honest to god um if florence Pugh is rumored to be abby and turns out to be the case i'll let her whack me several times across the face with a golf club you know spoilers (sighs) any day any day (laughs) shoot me in the back with a shotgun she could oh boy when I least expected it, she can. <laughs> you know, on on TikTok yesterday, yeah. I ran into the um, the face actress for oh. Abby talking about uh, a specific scene on a boat. 
Oh, and okay. how she had no idea that that was going to happen, and it was a little weird for her to have seen that. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. I, like, huh. I never think about that. Yeah, of like who they model the faces after. Yeah, it's very, very. And what those faces I mean, would be doing in that point. In time. Exactly. It's very strange. It must be strange being the person. Yeah, it'd be like, well, okay, all right. That's why I think this whole AI business is very important. We nip this in the bud. You know, <laughs> one million percent. Because I don't want, I don't want to get my face scanned, and then all of a sudden I see myself on an ABC show getting rawed. You know. All right, Kyle. On ABC? <laughs> yeah. The same channel that does America's Funniest Home Videos? After America's Funniest Home Videos, <laughs> you get a little, you get into the dark section. <laughs> It'll be on like NCIS. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. This is the, this is the next major uh, news. So go ahead. Take it away, good sir. Gabriel Machado Pereza over at Game Rant writes, Final Fantasy VII Remake Trilogy will link up two Advent children. Director Tetsuya Nomura has recently revealed that Final Fantasy VII Remake Trilogy will link up up to Advent children at the end. Many intriguing pieces of information regarding the trilogy have been coming out lately, such as Final Fantasy VII Rebirth's massive file size and this latest update with and this latest update will certainly please fans of the 2005 movie. FF7 Advent Children. Yeah, I'm still alive. I just had to like cough, cough oh, it enough. out. Fair uh, FF7 Advent Children movie was released back in 2005, and it acted as a continuation of the original game's storyline. With the story set two years after FF7, the movie saw Cloud returning to action and facing off against new enemies while the hero investigated children stricken by mysterious illness. Mm-hmm. Advent Children even received the 4K remaster in 2021, and I own it physically. Now the director in charge of the Final Fantasy VII Remake project, Tetsuya Nomura, has confirmed to The Guardian that the third game of the children will connect with Advent Children by its end. Nomura previously worked as the director for Advent Children, so it's not surprising that he would be interested in connecting these stories. The trilogy is taking quite a few liberties to change FF7 in several ways so far, as well as giving more attention to previously small parts of the game, so it remains to be seen how it will connect to to Advent Children. For instance, Rebirth will have Sephiroth as a playable character for an extended period during some parts of Nibelheim, instead of a very short section like in the original. FF7 Rebirth will be out early next year, but the final part of the trilogy with the connection with Advent Children may still be far off. Recently, the Square Enix developers revealed that they have started the started to draft the story of the third game in FF7's remake trilogy and have only completed the first part of it so far. Kyle oh Stevenson. My goodness. <laughs> I remember seeing Advent Children when I was in a Sony style back in 2006. What is the Sony style? Now, this is me, the real PlayStation fan here. That was like the equivalent of the Apple Store for Sony products. Oh, so you okay. had a PS3 section, you had a camera yep. section, got it. TV, and there was a Bravia on there. And I didn't know they were children. called Sony styles, but yeah, I've been no. in a Sony store before. Yep, it was called Sony Style. Oh, cool. Yeah, my cousin used to work there. Oh, nice. Yeah. Did get a good discount on PlayStation stuff? Wouldn't know, because I owned a 360 at the time. Oh, damn. I know. I was so damn. dumb as a kid. I really, I, <laughs> I really had the golden ticket. Like, I could get these games at cost. I, no, I won't play Gears Fair. of War. Smart decision at the time, really. But, like, <laughs> come on. Dumb, 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 dumb Joe. It's all right. 
It's okay. Ah, at least I grew out of that phase. All right, Kyle. This is awesome. Yeah, is this good? Because I was very confused about, uh, like, I saw from TGS, you're partnering up with Sephiroth, and you're you're fighting so, with them. Yeah, and in, in the OG, there is a flashback mission. Okay. Where Sephiroth is in your party, but he acts on his own. Like Ooh, he is completely, okay. completely acted in battle in, in combat. By the computer, you can't choose what he does. He just does the thing. Okay. So to be able to actually control him in this section in in Rebirth is super exciting. I cannot wait. Nice. Um, and the fact that it's connecting to Advent Children, I kind of figured it would, with the little hints at them including some certain characters in the remake ending. Okay. There's some characters in there that some believe, and I didn't read the um. Ultimania book, which gives like lore on everything in the game. I don't own that one yet. I bet you you don't, nerd. Shut up. Go. (laughs) I will said something that's definitely not PG. (laughs) Whatever, dork. How dare you? I was gonna, you know. Nope. That's I don't have the I don't have the guts to say it. It's fine. After show, I'll say it. No, after show, I'll say it. Um. But there, there's characters at the end of re- remake that are hinted at as being characters from Advent Children. Okay. Um, so I've kind of already had a feeling that they were going to include it all. Um, the big question is, are they going to do the Vincent only game, Dirge of Cerberus, as like, which was not very good from what I've heard. I, yeah. It's the one game, one of the games that I have not played yet uh, in the FF7 timeline. But I wonder if that's like the DLC, like um, Intergrade was. Where we get to play as Vincent, even though he's not playable in Rebirth. He's just coming along for the ride. Mm-hmm. Um, this is exciting. I've been consuming FF7 stuff. Yeah, I wasn't t- on the show last week, so I couldn't really it, talk man. about it. Tell me about it. Because as Everything soon as we I've went live, this, like, there was like, and Final Fantasy stuff. I was like, damn it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, everything. I, so TGS had like an extended hour-ish Mm-hmm. of them just playing around in the world and showing off the world and the combat and the the synergy uh, dual combo meters and you know how you are are capturing chocobos and uh running into Chadley who is now at like uh, surveying the land oh, of FF7 okay. and that's how uh different missions and stuff pop up on the overworld you go to a tower and unlock it and then it'll show you where all the things are that you can go do um the map looks massive and that's only at the very beginning part Mm. like you're eventually going to go across the ocean to other parts in the game that is going to happen because of the trailer like sure like you can craft items you can uh, by doing the chadley stuff that's how you unlock some materia there's summons there's like it's this game's going to be massive absolutely massive i've I've, like i've watched maximilian dude like try to paste together screenshots of the map to try to truly figure out how big things are yeah i'm i'm in it joe this is like my most anticipated next year by miles like there's nothing that's gonna touch this and i'm happy that it's like I don't know, less than six months away, five yeah. months away. I love how so excited you are. You can barely form sentences. I, I that's you're like what an FF7 excited kid. You're like, to me. you're like the map. It's big. Chadley's there, it's big. and he had a oh, monocle Chadley's the first there. game. Oh. And then, <laughs> you could craft chocobos. <laughs> um, the the one thing that does bum me out is that they've only written the first part of the third game. 
Am I going to be 50 years old before I play yes. the whole trilogy? Yes, you are. I don't like that. Um, <laughs> but there's yeah. nothing I can do about it. Nah, Rebirth it, is going to be massive, though, so I'm yeah. very excited. Everything I've seen as just a, a noob to the series has me really, really excited. So I am someone who hasn't played Final Fantasy VII for anybody who don't know. I played Remake. I really liked it. And I refuse to play Final Fantasy VII because I actually do want to get all of Final Fantasy. Like, I want to at least play through Rebirth before I get it. Yeah, right? And That's then fair. I could see, like, the differences between. But um, I really love the world, the characters, and now to see more of them and seeing how just, like, vibrant it is. Because, you know... Yeah. Midgar was just so just dark. Because it blocked out the sky. Yeah. The lights were blocking out the sky. It was crazy. So, like, to see this beautiful, lush world outside of it, I'm very I'm very interested to see what goes on. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you know, am I thinking about paying $350 for 19 inches of Sephiroth? Oh, God. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm thinking it. I'm thinking I can't it. do it. That's a lot. That's a that's a. I want it so bad. I have the deluxe though. Yeah, ordered. yeah. I have Best Buy to get a second seal book, so I'm good. You're right. I should just go through Best Buy. <laughs> All right, it's time for some flash news. Gotta go. Gotta run fast. Gotta go fast. Hey Kyle, have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Yeah. Sekiro Shadows Die Twice slashes through to 10 million copies sold. This is uh, one of my favorite from Pretty software cool. games. Platinum Dit. Ooh. Okay. Uh, I love it. Awesome to see this game sell so well. I'll Next. play it eventually. You should. It's really good, especially if you like Liza P. That That's what I was going to yeah. say. Like, I feel like Liza P is more akin to Sekiro than Bloodborne. Yeah. Combat-wise, from what uh, I can tell. Hey, Kyle, have you seen this? Have you heard about this? The oh, sure t- have. Talos Principle 2 will test your mind this November on PlayStation 5. We could yep. yeah, go past that. No, we're not. We don't need to. Because I have it. it on my team. What team? The, the Fantasy Critic team? Never heard You literally it. texted me saying, oh, it sounds like it's coming out next year. And then a day later, like, you know what, Kyle? We got you. Dates can move, <laughs> man. Dates can move. One company could say one thing one day company could say that something this different. was not a part of the devolver delayed presentation i don't know about that so well, i guess I'm we'll just have sure. to wait november second right. cameron monahan the actor behind cal kestis the protagonist of both star wars jedi fallen order and survivor has confirmed a third game is in the works uh, i don't even need to go on any further of course they both sold extremely well and yeah. are beloved by star wars fans yeah, it's one of the biggest games of the year. Duh. Come on. Come on. All right, talk more about Star Wars. Yes, I shall. Fortnite is getting a Star Wars makeover with lightsabers and Ahsoka out now. Uh, this comes from Mark Delaney over at GameSpot. Like uh, some Jedi and Sith characters before her, Ahsoka will appear on the island as an NPC and offer players Jedi training, which plucks them off the map for a brief moment, only return, only to return uh, with equipped uh, white lightsaber and force abilities. These abilities allow you to jump higher, spin faster, and push objects and players away with tremendous uh, 
Force. Since Ahsoka is now an unlockable mid-season skin, you'll find a bevy of in-game challenges to complete in order to actually add her uh, her accessories to your account. Kyle? I, I'm a little confused. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. I didn't hear you for a second. What's that? Oh, I, I'm a little confused. Okay. Talk to me. This is taking place mid match this is mid-season yeah so like you'll walk no no, up- no i mean but like you walk up and then yep. she brings you away yep. during a battle royale match yep and then how, like, f- how long are you away uh it's it's like a second it's like the last oh, time they okay did so it. you're not actually having to do jedi training no things. it's like you literally walk in a Got portal it. and out that's literally I, th- I literally thought you had to complete like missions to gain yeah. the powers or whatever yeah, okay no, 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 cool no. uh this is awesome ahsoka's amazing if you haven't watched it uh what are you doing? Um, I love this show very, very, very much. God bless this show. And everybody I who can't wait for it show. to be over. Why is that? Well, you gotta be so every mean. week. I, I <laughs> every week I receive <laughs> six text messages in a row. <laughs> you proclaiming it's the second coming of Christ. It <laughs> is. It is. And Dave no shame. Filoni. I'm glad you're having a good time. But so it's like good. clockwork. As soon as you're done finishing the episode, I get like a string of tests. So good though. All right, Kyle, you want to get upset because I know this is. I know this is all. This is. I'm ready to be outraged. Horizon Forbidden West Complete Edition will be available for fifty nine ninety nine, and it's coming to PC early next year. Uh, it comes with the Burning Shores DLC for uh, PlayStation 5 and PC, and it will cost $59.99. How dare they make smart business decisions? How dare they? <laughs> and it's not $70 after two years after it's been on the market? Come on. Darn. Darn. Hey, Kyle, here's something you just you, you just put yeah, in there. Yeah, I added this in because I remembered something. it earlier. Yeah. Um, Hideo Kojima has been editing a trailer for Death Stranding 2. Okay. And if you really zoom in mm-hmm. and you could read the file name, it seems to read State of Play Death Stranding 2 trailer as oh. the file name. So some are speculating that maybe this might be a hint at maybe an October State of Play. Okay. Um. So that's kind of cool. So wow. it's a rumor. It's, it's not rumor. like, you know, confirmed. It's just a rumor. It says a photo directly from Hideo Kojima's personal assistant, mm. which was tweeted out of him editing a trailer, a footage or something okay. at his desk. And if you zoom in, you can kind of sort of make sense of the words state of play. First off, that chair does not look comfortable. Hideo. No, like I'm very uncomfortable in my chair now. That yeah. is like nightmare for me. Yeah, that that just looks like. <laughs> He's just squatting at that point. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, come on, man, get get. You don't need to be in pain. You know, that's no. all I'm saying. But that is exciting. I want to see more Death Stranding too. So uh, this, this, I did not see this news all day. So, holy crap, <laughs> this is this is huge. Um, it could be making you know mountains out of a molehill. Or I mean, he has been editing this gosh dang trailer since August right because mm-hmm. he has been edit he has been in the editing room for a minute now mm-hmm. we kind of all like thought it was at like opening night live and then that didn't happen then we're like oh Game this is probably modes. xbox's thing back oh, in fair. you know in, in in tgs that wasn't it 
So it's going to be pretty interesting. Do you think we mm-hmm. get one more state of play this year? I don't want another one focused in Spider-Man 2, but mm. I don't know. Maybe. Mm. Okay. Okay. That's it. That's, That's all it. I have. That's all of me. I'm just, I'm blown away. I did not see this bit of news. I've been oh, skulking okay, yeah. through it Again, all night. Rumor. Right. Rumor. It's just a rumor. Okay. But uh, yeah, I think on Twitter somebody did zoom in, and you could kind of tell it is. It 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 looks like a three worded thing, followed by DS two trailer. I'm just trying to think of like I'm just trying to think of logistically like when it would happen. That's also what I'm just trying to figure out because it can't be near Spider Man because that would make no sense. It can't be in early November because Call of Duty. So like theoretically. It could come out maybe in December, right before Jeff's show, or maybe January. Could be. So who knows? Who knows? Craziness. Uh, Also, Kyle, uh, just for you, because I know you're a fan, Alloyke 2 previews are in, and they're pretty glowing. Yeah. I haven't watched or read anything yet. I kind of want to go in fresh, but it's good to know that remedy's got another seemingly hit on their hands yep. and i cannot wait can't wait i'm i'm actually i'm same with you i don't want to see any more let me just dive into this nightmare you know yep halloween right. baby kyle yeah this is uh you've been waiting for this holy crap now i'm seeing it <laughs> you're seeing the list right <laughs> you're right you haven't been here for two weeks oh my god no. and i uh, I know we're gonna we're already going long, so I won't spend a whole lot of time on each Just one. Just talk about it, man. What a have lot of it been will playing be during Road to Greatness, whatever. Yeah. So I'll start with the things that I put in the least amount of time. In. Okay. Uh, I did play the Ghost Runner two demo. Yeah. I don't know if you played it and talked about it last week. I did not get to. No. Um, I'm real bad at the game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad. I was bad at the first game. I'm also terrible at this one. It's just too fast. So I was gonna say, so Ghost Runner is essentially here's this like it's it's Doom with a sword, right? And it's one hit kills. Like that's how fast twitchy it is with the camera work and whatnot. And you have to be quick with it. Um, the it. thing about this one that I do, I do see the improvements uh, mm-hmm. from the first game because I put I think like four or five hours into the first game. Yeah. Didn't get far because again I suck at it, but um this one is so stylish. Uh, the music is killer. Okay. This is I will be shocked if this is not in our soundtrack of the year. Wow. The, the music is the music is so good. I'm okay. I'm just saying I'm saying that right now. Awesome. Um the level design is great, the enemies are, are, are cool, the parrying is very cool and fun. It has to be satisfying. Um it's very satisfying. It it is and like maneuvering around the levels, whatever is super fluid and fun. So mm-hmm. this is going to be pretty good. So if you're into that kind of fast twitchy first person give it a perspective kind of game, I think you would really dig it, Joe. Yeah. So yeah, Ghost Runner two demo. Everyone can play it. Okay. It's great. Okay. Um. Then I'm, I'm going to go right into the other demo. Of Talk about one it. of my most anticipated games of the year, Star Wars and Second Story R. Blush, gush Joe, over it, Joe. Kyle. It is everything I fucking wanted it to be and more. Yes, I dropped an <laughs> yes. F-bomb. I'm sorry. Ah, it's, it's all right. Kids got to learn. so incredible. Nice. It is it's so good. Um, played a nice, decent chunk, too. And I'm, I'm kind of happy that it stopped where it was at. So now when the game fully comes out, I can pick up from there. Okay. Um, 
because I played the I played the intro so many times, so I kind of you know everything. I just kind of want to meet the other characters and whatnot. But the yeah. towns look incredible in this new uh, art style. The battles, the combat is just as fun. I enjoy it. Um, the voice acting it takes some getting. I was used gonna to. say I so. Can't... Like that's the new thing, right? There's no voice acting. It, in the I, I couldn't remember if the PSP version had. Okay voice acting or not it's been a while but it takes a little getting used to hearing their voices but they're all they all sound pretty great okay um yeah it's it's so good please and it's like 2.5 d think about it's like the octopath yeah like hd uh, voxel kind of look to it pixelated look it's gorgeous um it's great i cannot wait oh man where to go next it's wild let's let's do let's do mortal kombat one okay because Dewane Raksha writes in with this question. Mm-hmm. I was snooping Kyle's trophies as he was playing MK1, and I wanted yeah. to ask what kind of monster doesn't complete with a K, the story mode first, care with a K, to explain yourself. I would love to explain myself. Um, here's the deal, Dewani and everyone out there. Yes, I want to play the story mode. But when I decided to play it, it was late at night. I was tired. I didn't want to start the story then. Fair. So I started the invasion mode. Oh. Just to see what it was and what it's about. Yeah. And the trophy list for Mortal Kombat is not that hard. Oh, really? It's not bad. I think Power Picks has it like a three out of ten. So okay. it's very doable. And so I be- I was popping trophies in invasion. I was like, you know what? Let me just do it all. Yeah, and like I'm very close to finishing that mode for now. There's one trophy nobody has, and it's still up in the air of like, is it? How glitched? do we fight a Titan boss? No, it's just a Titan boss, and oh, okay. uh, no one knows where the Titan boss is. Hmm. Um, but man, this game is gorgeous. Yeah, and I am blown away by how gorgeous this fighting game looks. It's it. insane, and it's super fun uh, as a non-fighting game person who spams uppercut and like the sweep the leg attack. That's what um, I'll be doing. It's really, really, really cool. It's very pretty. Um, I'm excited to get into the story. Okay. The invasion mode is fun. I am feeling the repetitiveness of it all because mm-hmm. it's literally like you you go along on the map. There's like little circles as like waypoints whatever or or actions that you can do and every single one of those is a is a fight then you can run in and do simple towers you can get ambush um secret bosses pop up sometimes after you already beat somebody oh wow okay and you can buy items and level up your characters and it's got like rpg system to it so like you can put points into strength uh uh health defense agility oh wow um, it like equip talismans and, and stuff to give you buffs and other attacks, whatever. So it's pretty meaty. It yeah. is fun to do. And you can use any character uh, that you want. Um, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. Okay. It's just like, I want to see the story. Like okay. uh, that, that is the thing that I want to, and I'm almost done with it. So Fair enough. eventually I'll get to that. Fair enough. So um, you're doing evasion mode first, just because you're like, Hey, I got like an I hour after it. work. You know, yeah, I saw, yeah, and I just kind of want to get through it to get to the story. Fair enough. Kind of thing. Fair enough. Um, put in, I finally put in like 10-ish hours of Sea of Stars. Tell me about it. Joe. Kyle. 
beautiful yeah it's amazing yeah it's so it's like it's everything i wanted from this game it nice. is that old school rpg the combat is great where it, it is the paper mario mario rpg mechanics of you having to be i almost said coherent but like with it during the combat like you mm-hmm. can't it's not passive you are involved in the actions and having to time attacks to get uh follow-ups or keep the uh special attack going the writing is phenomenal the music is stellar visuals are great i love my favorite character is one of the pirates yes who clearly knows she's in a video game yes <laughs> and she was like oh well, you're you're not a not a fan of fetch quest are you I'm like wait how why are you talking or oh did something just happen that everything was going so swell and something really bad just happened huh weird how that is going on right now just very acutely aware that they're in a video game yeah. it's so incredible what is well their written. name again i forgot it's like uh, yolanda yes Yol- yes or something like go. that yeah, yeah yeah um that whole pirate crew is fantastic awesome. and that. uh uh yonathan or or mm-hmm. the 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 guy who could only do magic with two eye patches on yep. him. he has to be blind like, stupid i love the it the humor humor is great and i i just said a very major plot point Ooh. And I'm excited to see where this goes. Okay. Um, easily one of my favorite games of the year. Yeah. Bar none. Yeah, I can't wait to get back into it. Uh, probably at this point in November. Yeah. But I'm excited nonetheless. Yeah. And then it brings to me the game. Oh, boy. All right. Which it m- might be right up there with Final Fantasy 16 as my game of the year. Oh. Liza P. Oh. I have beaten... I have beaten everybody Liza P from start wow. to finish before they just did a patch update to lower the boss's health. Really? I have beaten it. Yeah. And to allow the final boss to be staggered a little bit easier. Oh, okay. I have, I've done it. I've hmm. beaten the thing. I've gotten two of the endings. Cause there's a way you can upload your, the cloud. Save saves it, yeah. Um, I can't wait to talk to you about the ending. I can't wait. I legit, I want to scream it out loud because it is so damn cool. Oh, wow. What Neo okay. is and Round 8 Studio are doing mm-hmm. is incredible. It it truly is. And this is the, as a new Souls fan, this is the closest thing I've played to a Bloodborne, mm. to a From game in combat-wise, except from what I'm gathering the parry system is akin more to Sekiro because yes. it is very rhythm based. It's rhythm based. There's, there's a lot of timing where I feel like I'm counting beats in my head yeah. to hit the block button at the right time. Um, I will say Sekiro's parrying system is far better. I feel like lies of sure. P. Yeah. Lies of P is iframes are a bit more unforgiving actually than Sekiro. Yeah. I don't like, I don't rarely dodge in lies of P. Yeah. I just can't. The dodge isn't great. It's funny. I mostly dodge or block oh. just because I feel like, yeah, the, the windup that a lot of these characters do, I'm not the biggest fan of. It's really Fair. hard to guess th- that rhythm where Sekiro it's, a, it's, it's usually like, for example, like uh lady butterfly is like Perry, 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 left, Perry, left, Perry, Perry, Perry. Like you can, mm-hmm. it's, it's very fast and sudden where like mm-hmm. this one's like, I'm going to uppercut you in <laughs> one, two, wait, ah, nah, nah. Now? No. Nope. Yeah. Now. And some of the follow-up attacks are a little unfair. Yes. Yeah. It's like nonstop. So yeah, it is it is frustrating at times, but the fact that they made a Souls game 
about Pinocchio and pulled it off is impressive. Because you could think like for like first part, you're like, oh, this is kind of corny, right? No. No. Because it's not like the, it's great. Yeah, it's not Disney ripping off the story of Pinocchio that we all know. It's a, no. it's a story of Pinocchio, but it, then somehow even darker, you know, way darker and way darker. And so, like <laughs> the one thing that we don't realize as the audience is like all these the the, the fairy tales we know that are told from Disney are way more lighthearted than their predecessors, and it seems like Neo yeah. is took the original source material and went, how can we create an even darker world here? Yeah. And they yeah, pulled yeah, it yeah. off so well. I will just spoil the ending and I don't want to, I don't want to spoil it. Um, I'll tell you after the show. Cause I know you don't care. And it doesn't, it doesn't have to do with the story of Liza P. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Tell me after the show. Yeah. 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 Uh, I need I need to talk about it with somebody. I can't be fair. alone on the silent. Listen, if I, I can't get to, do it. if you get to hear my incoherent rants after Ahsoka, I could I could take them. Fair, fair, fair. Um, but yeah, no. I, How are you liking Liza P though? When where are you? At? Are you, I think when you te- texted, you were at a cathedral. I don't want yes, to spoil. Yes, I I but... got past the cathedral and uh, waved okay. it more. That's a dope boss, right? A dope boss. I'm gonna say something very unpopular. You ready for this? I'm ready. A lot of people are like these bosses are really hard. You haven't you haven't met the hard ones yet. <laughs> I hope I haven't because I I've been beating them on the second try, like okay. tops. I be, but like not to say they're not good. I'm just very you know I don't like to bracket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very good. I I will say I did hop into a new game plus. Yeah, just to see if I could take another full playthrough immediately for the platinum because I got most of the trophies, okay. only a couple uh, missing here or there that require you to do new game plus. The basic enemies were like two shotting me. Mm. And I'm like, I'm not having fun. <laughs> so I deleted it. I'm like, you know what? I'm coming back later. Yeah. Because I, if I didn't delete it, I'd be thinking about it constantly. It'd be the Elden Ring effect and everything would be Fair. put to the side because I can't stop thinking about it. Now, do you want to plat this game? Is this a game that Eventually you want? Eventually, I do. Okay. Now, Kyle, I just want to just make note um, on Cast Co op, a show that I do over at Season Gaming. Ains mm-hmm. called our session with trophies uh, gross, and he called my idea of symbolic platinums one of the dumbest things he's ever heard. I, I agree like, with the symbolic platinums. <laughs> Wait, that's like, <laughs> off. What are you talking about? I'm be- I thought I'd have. I thought my co-host, my one of my best friends, would have my back at this trying time. No, I'm- just. I okay. I understand your symbolic platinums when it's impossible to get the platinum. Yes. I get that, but just to get it, just because it's too hard. No, I'm, I'm. No, no, no. I, if it's, t- listen. Ains is saying even if it's glitched, it's dumb, and I'm saying Ains, you're a man who goes out there and buys twenty thousand dollars statues just to put them in in a box and put them in a mm-hmm. storage container. Mm-hmm. You know, you have your your mm-hmm. poor your your poor interns out there getting paper cuts because they're trying to unbox these lavish statues of Lilith <laughs> that you're then uh-huh. just going to put aside into a, a corner to collect dust as your uh-huh. wife questions why she married you in the first place, you know? Oh, boy. That's what I'm saying. The, but Ains just, you know, crapping on trophy yeah. obsession to begin with. Because he's not good at them. Who hurt you? Well, because Ains is not good I'm at I'm sorry games. that you were the best stick and hoop player Thank back in you. your time. Thank you. But I don't know. Trophies are great. The achievement system isn't great. great. And then maybe that's why he has a problem because he's on Xbox and achievements Possibly. are dumb. It's just fun. This doesn't hurt anybody. Exactly. It's like, oh, symbolic trophies are dumb. You're dumb. 
You know? You're dumb. Get a different smile, Lance. Get a different smile. How about that, you son of a bitch? <clears throat> All right. Red Arrow writes in. <laughs> hey there, Kyle and Joe. I have a question for the Sony Pony Express. But first yeehaw. off, yeehaw. Uh, I discovered you guys on the IGN podcast Beyond Beyond. Hey. Uh, a while back and haven't stopped listening to you guys since. So glad to support you guys every month. Always make me uh, smile, laugh, and getting me through my hard days. You guys are living my dream of talking about video games and entertainment. I love it. Don't stop what you're doing. Uh, your podcast is my favorite video game podcast and PlayStation podcast oh, wow. I listen to each week. My question is this. See, I, I add that part in because I like to stroke our ego every now and again. Sometimes I sure. forget. Thank you so much, Red Arrow. Uh, I know, it's very nice. Uh, October is jam-packed. It's a jam-packed month for video game releases on every console. We all know Spider-Man 2 is a must-play for sure, but what are other games on uh, any other console, not just including Spider-Man, that you are going to play for the month of October? And what is your criteria for selecting slash buying new video games if you have a certain amount of money for your video game budget each month? Kyle? What is this budget you speak of? <laughs> I was about to ask you the same question. <laughs> what is... Budgeting? Budget? I, I just throw money around like it's nothing. Jeez. Um, I'm really bad at it. I need yeah. to get better at it. Um, but when it comes to like... Select, I, I typically, and I know it's bad, I shouldn't. I buy any game that I want to play, whether I play it right away or not. Um, when it comes to this October, besides Spider Man, which I can't believe is like in what twenty five days, two and a oh, it's a little over three weeks. Nuts! (laughs) I'm I'm excited for honestly, I'm excited for Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I'm 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 really excited to play a game that's going back to its roots and be a little bit more stealthy. Um, I'm enjoying everything that they've showed, and that has been. Like my one of my most anticipated for the rest of the year, yeah. and it's kind of hard to pick, right? Because there's so many. Like Alan Wake Two is also another one that I'm super excited to play. Super excited, but yeah. What about you, Joe? Um, great question, Kyle. I'm excited to play Assassin's Creed. Um, I'm playing a game I can't talk about, but very excited to talk about. Ooh, maybe next week you're gonna hear more about it. Um, oh, I'm very excited. I don't know. I have, oh, listen, I have no idea. You'll be way less excited when I tell you. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you'll be way I less thought excited. You, I thought you willing something to, into existence happened. Oh, and I was no, no, no. But like, that's second. the next okay. game. Like For me, October is going to be Assassin's Creed Mirage. Uh, you got uh, Lord, The Lords of the Fallen. The Lords of the Fallen. Very excited for. Then you have Spider-Man. So I know I'm going to spend a mortgage payment on Spider-Man, right? It's just, that's my favorite character I mean, you already have. I already have. <laughs> Again, we're giving away a PS5 for charity. I'm giving a controller away to Sean, uh, which I don't know what country he's in, but I'm shipping it anywhere. Remember that. It could be in the island country of, I don't know. What's that little country, like the little island right off of like France? It's like a little Go island. It. It's where, it was where Napoleon was exiled. There. Go ahead. Oh, okay. I'd ship it right there. I'd ship it to Napoleon himself, but he's dead. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, nonetheless, um, so I know, I know realistically, I've been working really hard so that I could get some PTO for Spider Man. Mm-hmm. And that's on check. So 
in October, everything should be like, I should have a normal 40 hour week rather than the 60 hour weeks I've been putting myself in a uh, 60 hour plus weeks I've been put myself through. So there's a silver lining there that I'll have more time to engorge myself on games. But usually the way I think about it is I have a plan of, I could buy a game or two a month and I could justify one more if there's if it's coverage for the trophy room. So mm. for October, we will be covering the major games that come out, but we're just going to do it in trophy room fashion where the ones that we realistically can't get to or the ones that we are legitimately not interested in, uh, we'll have our friends come in and talk about them and we'll have a discussion. Maybe they hype us up and, you know, as a kid say, gas us up, you know? Mm. Finna what I'm saying, Kyle? So that's how I usually. I, that's how I usually. What work. happened last week? I don't know, man. Why are you coming with all this lingo this week? Because I'm gonna turn 33 next week. Or sorry, 32 next week. All right, I gotta keep the youthfulness alive, or else I'm just gonna be talking about stock options, and that's gonna depress me. All right. So yeah, that's usually how I determine it. And also, thank you for the very wonderful words. Thank yes, you so much. absolutely. I and as as far as like us living your dream red arrow, do the thing. Do the thing. Make a podcast. Talk about video games. Yeah, I'd give it five stars. Yeah, yeah. Go do the thing. Now, are you holding on to something, Kyle? I am a can of compressed air. I am holding my lanyard, uh, my Starfield lanyard. Ooh, where'd you get that? GameStop. They gave it to me because nobody wanted it, and I was like, "I'll take it." And oh, how, was that like a pre-order bonus? No, I I bought the steel book, and then they're just uh, they're like, "Oh, we have a lanyard." I don't know if I could give it away. But he's like, "I'm not gonna play it, so you can have oh. my lanyard." I bet you it's like one of those employee lanyards yep. with the name tag. Definitely yeah. is. All right, that's cool. And that's mine. Uh, prepare the drop. Here are the latest steals and deals coming to the PlayStation storefront on Tuesday, uh, September twenty-sixth. Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty, PS5 only. This is a game I've been playing for a few hours now. Uh, let me tell you something about Cyberpunk mm -hmm. 2077, Phantom Liberty. Holy Christ, they're doing it. <laughs> this is If this was the game that came out in 2020, if this was the prince that was promised, Kyle, this would have yeah. been my game of the year and then some. Sweet. Like, this is the 2.0 update drastically changes how you interact with this game changes how combat works where like the combat was already stellar in cyberpunk mm -hmm. 2077 but now they just give you more abilities that are just fun like it's now like it's not like oh your gun shoots two percent faster now it's like there is literally a shotgun skill that's called rip and tear and you get uh, like uh, uh, an uh, an amplifier bonus every time you rip limbs off with your shotgun you get Ooh. devastating like blows with it. You get to ricochet bullets with katanas as you charge at them and slice and dice them in slow-mo. Uh, the abilities that you get in your skill trees, they they learned the lesson. It's the skill trees are just so improved. Um the story. Oh, Idris is something. Let's say, did Mama Bad Bit see Idris? Uh, she's going to. She's going to. She'll be like, ooh, wee. <laughs> uh, th this game's story is incredible, and it's elevated by Phantom Liberty. I am like five to six hours in right now, and it is 
it is going to be all consuming. This is going to be the game Sweet. I think about all week. I need to beat it before Mirage, but oh my God, Kyle. I, I, and I, everybody, I'm trying to co- coerce Kyle into saying, let Phantom Liberty be in the best RPG this year. Kyle is no. not having it because he thinks it's a DLC. It's, it's, it's a, just an update. It's not a standalone you thing. You, you sound so stupid when you speak sometimes, Kyle. It's not like that. Wow. Wow. <laughs> you're very toxic right now. I am. I am. I'm going to gatekeep you. You don't know what you're talking about. I'm the real fan. <laughs> but honestly, uh, Phantom Liberty is stellar. And I am surprised because usually like I've put 80 plus hours into this game. So usually when I come back to a game, it's a little bit foreign to me, but even with all the new systems and again there is a lot like you can literally there's a skill where you get to jump out of the car and like do matrix shots oh my god it's cool jeez is it too much no it's so good kyle okay okay this it's the perfect time to play now kyle no it's you can't say that this is you cannot say it's the perfect time to play cyberpunk when all these other games are coming out. you can't say that it's yes i can (laughs) go play this game every game could wait Every game could wait. Cyberpunk, Phantom Liberty. It's it is elevating one of my favorite RPGs of all time into my favorite RPG, like since okay. Skyrim. So that should tell you something. How uh, how much is the update? So the two point update is free. Yes, Phantom, Phantom Liberty, Liberty is thirty dollars. Okay, that's great. Yeah, my time at Sandrock at P- uh, comes out on PS5. Paleo Pines on PS5, PS4. This all on September 26th. On Thursday, the 28th, Infinity Strash, Dragon Quest The Adventure of Die comes out on PS5, PS4. Sonic Frontiers, The Final Horizon on PS5, PS4. On Friday. Free update. Oh, free update. Ooh, wee. Yeah. On Friday, uh, the 29th, Cocoon comes out on PS5, PS4, and EA Sports. Football Club 24 comes out on PS5, PS4. Also, fun fact, uh, EA took down all the FIFA games on digital storefronts. Can't get FIFA anymore. That's nuts. Because they don't have the license for FIFA. Isn't that just crazy? That's what I've been trying to say. Physical media, baby. (laughs) I bet bet if you turn it on, it's just the, you, you just get a blue screen. All right, <laughs> that's all that's coming out this week. It's time for our, se- our favorite segment of the night, but sadly, our last segment of the night. That is the Sony Pony Express. Yay! The Hobgoblin writes in, on the topic of where is, whatever happened to abandoned? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, what happened? I don't know. You tell me. Seems like there was a flurry of activity last year due to statements made by Blue Box, and since then, nothing. When other teams, i.e. deviation, have had areas, areas downsized, we've heard about it. But for this, nothing. Has it slash they faded into obscurity? Or is there the tiniest chance that something is being developed? Kyle? I I don't know. (laughs) I think I know. I I honestly feel Mm -hmm. like this might be the biggest prank of all time. Yeah. And Blue Box pulled... uh, you know, a sheet over PlayStation's eyes and yeah. got them to write a blog post about it. 
and have these really gorgeous looking screenshots and seconds of video took their money and ran. I I don't think we will ever see what abandoned is. Yeah, I think abandoned was a lot of assets from a storefront being put on display um, for maybe somehow to get more investment because, oh, wow, we, mm-hmm. this game looks great on the PlayStation blog. So some random investor would go and throw a couple grand at it. Uh, but this was a, it turned out to be probably a few people way in over their head um, and thinking that all good publicity is bad or sorry, all good. All publicity is good publicity, even if it's bad, because um, they were trying to ride on the Kojima thing. But it got way too ahead of them, and um, it is them just fading into obscurity. I don't think this there was anything truly meaningful behind Abandoned. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Hobgoblin, so great question. Great question. I love it. Uh, Una writes Man. it. Hey, guys. I, oh, sorry, Kyle. Yeah. If there's, I'm sorry. I'm just thinking, like, if, if there ever is a dream documentary on a video game... I want to know what's going on with this. <laughs> yes. Get Hassan in a room, talk to him about what's happening. Yep. So much like the Firefest doc on Netflix. <laughs> I want one about abandoned. I was thinking of like making a murderer, but it's called like not making a game. You know? Fair. 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 Una writes in, uh, hey there, guys. Hope you're both doing well. As for Kyle, good job on get it, uh, giving COVID that word the RKO. My question oh, this yeah. week is what has been your favorite balance uh, balances that developers have put out after a game launch? Liza P got this treatment yesterday as a balance patch that has come out and it's got me thinking of other balancing patches to games that have been received. So I throw the ball over to you guys. What has been your favorite balance patches in games? That's a trick question, Kyle, because I hate all of it. Because <laughs> then I gotta get re- you hate all balance patches. Yeah, because then I gotta get reused to like a gun or a weapon every uh, time. Fair. Call of Duty. Everybody finds the meta. Everybody's using it. Then three weeks later, they change it, and then people find it again. It's just I hate it. Yeah, I do. I get it. Um, I kind of like it because now I can hold it over everyone lies to be fans head and be mm. like hey I beat it when all the boss bosses are super hard nah, so, so you're going to become the toxic from fan <laughs> no 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 this I am Kyle's not Kyle's villain arch get the iPad ready Kyle <laughs> oh he's got it I mean <laughs> <laughs> punish um, Kyle <laughs> I mean when when I really think about the balance thing, uh, like it happens in sports games all the time. So I'm used to it with the movie, the show where they change players, attributes, whatever, yeah. and, and change the makeup of teams or whatnot. And I kind of dig it. It keeps things a little bit fresh. Mm. Um, but when it comes out, like something big like this, where it like affects, like this one had like bosses health is down, like stagger windows have increased. Um, some other like really good quality of life things. I, I appreciate it. Yeah. It's always fun. Yeah. Uh, the next question on the list, which is the last question. Oh, sorry. Second to last question comes from uh, Ace insane going, Hey guys, question for the Sony pony express last yeah. Monday. Oh my goodness. Last Monday, my kids and I were hit by a reckless driver. Oh no. Sorry about that. I was on my phone. Kids were perfectly fine. <laughs> 
show. Oh, okay, kids are fine. <laughs> Got it. I, I, was, I was working on that joke all night. And I, on the other hand, fractured my right hand and have oh, to boy. wear a splint that makes me unable to play with a controller for at least another three weeks. Jesus. I'm hoping uh, to be free by October 20th because if I can't play Spider-Man 2 on release day, that will totally bum me out. My question, while being unable to play games, is what what shows, new or old, do you recommend checking out? I have I have access to just about every streaming service out there, so don't let that hold back any recommendation. Hope you guys are doing well. And uh, Ace Insane, I hope you're suing that guy for all he's worth. Yeah, dude. Also, I'm super happy the kids are okay, and you... Yeah. Made it out with just a fractured right hand. I, I realize that's a bummer. Yeah. But I'm so happy you and the family are okay. Jesus, that must be been <sighs> terrifying. Right? Oh, boy. Because here I am, like, on a stroll, and then boop, boop. Psh, yeah. Like, oh. Fun I, fact, my, my, my best friend's ex-boyfriend ran over a biker once. Oh. Why? Because he was on his phone. He's the most, uh, I know, well, he's a big dumb idiot, but like, nonetheless, like, that is scary. It's very scary. Ooh-wee. So yeah, I hope you've um, seen, like, a good, I don't know, a good $500 million would yeah, buff yeah, that yeah. out. Yeah. Um, um, as far as show, like, show. sorry, yes. I know nothing of the source material at all. Mm-hmm. One Piece on Netflix Ahsoka. is a great time. Oh. I know that's your answer. Yeah. One One Piece is an incredible time. I had such a good time watching that show, and I'm like itching for a second season or mm. like to learn more about the characters in the world because it was it was such a good time. Yeah. As far as like any other shows, um, what's the 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 murder show on Hulu that I watched? Only Murders oh, in the Building. Only Murders in the Building is fantastic. It's great. Yeah. What we do in the shadows? Great. Phenomenal. Um And you know what? It, I will I will DM you Ace Insane on on Discord. I have a bunch of movie codes. So if you want some oh, movie codes, let me know. Nice. I'll give you some codes. I like you Kyle. You were all like very nice or whatever. Yeah, you're very nice and sincere and I'm like, "Let me try to crack a joke in this trying time." <laughs> you know? Yeah. Let's turn this this guy's, you know, crazy life moment into yeah comedy <laughs> into comedy that's uh, that's sadly how i work trauma let's try to meet it with comedy <laughs> being serious about something let me try to squeeze a joke in here it's my it's my goddamn curse um okay for me I, i'm very much the same way like all your recommendations on the same page um but of course you gotta watch ahsoka and because you're hurt here's what you need to do uh, you need to watch Star Wars Rebels because it's a stellar time, um, and uh, one of the characters is a war criminal, <laughs> but we love him anyway. <laughs> um, and uh, and yeah, it, it's go then go watch Ahsoka and go see what the most purest Star Wars looks like. It's that, it's uh, it's stellar. And then I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go one on each. Go uh, go watch Shrinking on Apple TV. Great show. Great show about mental okay. health. Really good. Also, Ted Lasso. Is that the one with Jason Siegel? Yep, Jason Siegel's in it. Yep. Okay. Uh, and Harrison Ford. But go watch Ted Lasso if you haven't. It's literally the greatest show ever made. Then, as 
the loudest car passes by me. Hulu, go watch New Girl. That show's always been great. I've been rewatching it at work. It's stellar. Go watch Always Sunny on Hulu as well. Then on Netflix, honestly, go tab over all the way to the right and go cancel subscription because there's nothing on it, man. That service sucks. I just said One Piece. <laughs> all right. If you're if you're a weeb, you go to the One Piece. If you haven't watched Stranger Things, watch Stranger Things. True. True. I, I'm not a joke. If you want something fun to watch, watch, watch Nailed It on Netflix. Oh, fair enough. Have nailed you ever it? watched Nailed It? No, it's Nailed It. It's a it's a baking show where they take people who can't bake and have them try to make like really cool looking intricate cakes. Oh, I might win. And Nicole Byer is a comedian who's the host. She's fantastic and really funny. They have other comedians come on and just make fun of them. It's it's a good time. There's a lot of seasons on there. Me and the girls okay. watch it all the time. It's great. Uh, you know what? I actually that that does just describe me. Oh, boy. All right. Green Gorilla Gamer writes in, sub boys? Last question of the night. That means what a weird couple of weeks it's been. All these strikes and acquisition talk. Let's take a step back and think about something a bit more relaxing, shall we? What is a cozy game you turn to when you're just looking to decompress and relax? I wouldn't classify MLB The Show for Kyle or Fortnite for Joe as one of those games. LOL, this isn't a game you turn on when you have nothing else to play. It should be something that's calming in its own right. For me, I tend to go with the OGs 50% of my time. Minecraft. Ooh, okay. There's always that season where it's all you can play with a group of friends for weeks and then drop it again. That's Sea of Thieves. Um, it's one of the most nostalgic games out there for my generation. That's true. It just makes you feel like a kid again. But the other 50% is always uh, leaning towards my favorite game of all time and my oh-so-cozy in many ways, Terraria. Interested what you guys have to choose as always hope you guys have a great week hope you're feeling better kyle and prayers for mama bad bit and give your dog some extra head scratches from yours truly i shall yeah. and i will um shout out to the terraria devs as well for giving money to the other game engine companies oh that's awesome uh over the whole unity stuff they they gave a hundred thousand dollars each to two different game engine places for for them to really like up and coming like uh yeah software yeah. companies That's yeah cool. to make it easier for for devs to to make games which is really cool yeah um also just really quickly uh i did just earn a mortal Kombat trophy during the podcast and i just want to you know all right it's been a, an hour of uh in practice <laughs> mode <laughs> So, so I open practice, and <laughs> controllers on the charging stand, and it works. So we're good. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Never change. Never be ashamed no, of who you uh, are. And the trophies we love, Ainsley Bowden. Yeah. See how easy that was? It's so easy. I'm multitasking right here. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, who wants to spend an hour in actual practice mode? Not Nobody. me. Uh, it's funny you bring this up, uh, Green Gorilla Gamer. I actually hopped into one of my comfort games the mm. other day, briefly, mm. for maybe in 40 minutes or so. Uh, Tetris Effect is the is the game. There. Tetris, Peggle, any sort of like uh, puzzle-ish games where you can just kind of lay back and enjoy the music and 
do mind numbing kind of things. I I think Tetris is mind numbing. It no, comes second nature after a while. I like that because I've been thinking about getting the what's what's the cool hand the analog pocket. Oh yeah. And like Tetris, when you're like, what games would you play? Because I'm thinking that's going to be my treat yourself gift. I'm like, dude, mm-hmm. Tetris and Pokemon. Yeah. See, cozy games, I'm a bit of a psychopath. I don't know if you guys know this. I'm a bit of a loose cannon. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Is this is breaking news? Oh, boy. Because my comfort game is Bloodborne. I just Fair. go to it, and I just yeah. get lost, and nothing else really matters. I know how to do everything. I'm just... It's just muscle memory at this point, but there's just something calming about it. It's something that's just distracting my brain. So, like, I know, um, I think... Their tag is like Chris Games, who's a friend of the show, uh, a patron, I believe. They, you know, they were playing Bloodborne for the first time, and I just got inspired. I was just like, let me see how fast I could get to Father Gascoin. Thirty minutes later, I'm at Father Gascoin. Let me see if I could take him down the first shot. I haven't really leveled much. <laughs> Took him down first shot. I was like, okay, this is great. Let me get to Old Yarnum, and then I get like, you know, ten minutes go by. I'm in Old Yarnum, and then I get uh, duked on by the guy in the tower with the Gatling gun. I was like, God, I always uh, hate this son of a gun. Yeah. Uh, and then I turn it off and then I come back to it and then I get to the fourth boss in like an hour afterwards. Like it's just muscle memory that I just, I mm-hmm. love so much. So oddly enough, Bloodborne is my comfort game and that's probably because I have ADHD. Yeah. Hey, mm-hmm. If it works, it works. <laughs> if it works, it works. Also, yeah. I do want to mention before we head on out, cause there was something that we kind of missed with um, the Jim Ryan th- thing this comes from uh, mm-hmm. steven tortillo again this is breaking news as we're recording but Uh-oh. something to note key parts of his run he helped launch the playstation 5 successful playstation expansion to pc but slow move into mobile an mm-hmm. incredible 2001 sorry 2001 jesus 2021 to 2023 run of nine acquisitions bungie haven housemark bluepoint etc so Jim Ryan has had a important tenure in his run, yeah. though he's left his mark. He definitely has, though it's been um, a weird era for PlayStation, yeah. all in all. So yeah, yeah. Well, Kyle. With that said, that's been the trophy room this week. Is there anything you'd like to spotlight before we get on out of here? No, I uh, thanks everyone who reached out and wished me a speedy recovery. I appreciate, love you all so very much. Uh, I miss doing this, even though it was only a week. It feels yeah, right. good to be back. Uh, it felt way longer than a week. It really did. It felt totally like a honest. month, and I hated it. Yeah, it was not great. Um, so yeah, appreciate appreciate that. I love you all for everything you do for us. You check me out at Mister K Step pretty much everywhere, as well as all the indie game uh, stuff that I'm doing over at Six One Indie. That's S I X O N E I N D I E. Pretty much everywhere, and uh, yeah. Video games are great. We're in a good time. Boy. Oh, I th- yeah, see, I'm about to say, what about you? What? What's going on? <laughs> you just started waving. Ugh. I know. I thought we were okay. exiting out. I, the, my brain's fried. Everybody, you can find me over at Mr. Badbit on Twitter. You can find the show over at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. You could give us a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you get your podcast service of choice, like YouTube Music, apparently. is Yeah, Google Podcasts, if you're on there, it's now going to YouTube Music. So that's going to be interesting. See how that goes for us. Um, and yeah, you could follow what 
us over at Discord. Link down in the description. Uh, make sure, if you haven't already, uh, become a patron today. It really does help us out. Uh, we're at the biggest patronage that we've been at uh, ever. So thank you all so very much for that. As we do turn this Patreon into a super pack uh, to make me the new CEO of PlayStation. So if you want your Bloodborne on day one, if you want your Sly Cooper on day two, if you want your you know Jack and Daxters on day three, and you know what? Let's just make a Shadow of Colossus 3. That's right. You don't even need it to. We're just skipping it. You're goat simulatoring it? I'm goat simulate. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Words <laughs> right. I can't say right now. That's what we're doing. Patreon.com slash PS Room. This ad was sponsored by Let's Go Make Bad Bit, the CEO of PlayStation, SIE, and Kyle could come along 2024. Everybody, with all that said, with all that out of the way, keep your wits about you. Keep hunting and keep playing PlayStation. See you guys. Love y'all.